citizens <laughs> welcome to uh, another episode of the dissect podcast man i almost kept a straight face <laughs> i think the rest of us laughing didn't help yeah that's probably that's probably true uh this is mark i'm in the studio today with michael mr keegan Dillon has joined us howdy welcome back thank you trevor thompson is here Good afternoon we are um i guess we're gonna do a little recap of a um Four separate journeys that took place on the same bit of dirt <laughs> last weekend. Uh, another edition of Rebecca's Private Idaho. Mm-hmm. She should keep to it private because I don't want to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, w- I wish she'd kept you know, for how, specific parts yeah, private. Yeah. <laughs> for how private it is, man, I shouldn't have been invited to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, it was actually Chris Warden that I, yeah. compelled you and Keegan to go. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Thanks. <clears throat> Asshole. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> mad at it. <laughs> but, so why are you mad? Because I didn't want to do it. Oh. But then you got there and you couldn't help yourself. Oh, yeah. No, because I guess once you put your shoes on, you have to run or whatever the metaphor is. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Well, yeah, so I, I I made the decision. Yeah, I'm fine not doing it. I'm not going to give in to peer pressure. Yeah, that was on a, I a, a I heard podcast that on a, episode. Yeah, I heard so that on a podcast. Two actually. episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, no, I feel great about not going. And then like three days before, Chris is like, when are you coming up? And I was like, I'm not, because he hadn't heard the podcast yet. And oh. he's like, hold on a second. <laughs> so I get a text from Keegan. Well, I guess I'm going to Rebecca's now. And I was like... Ah, Jesus. And then Chris obviously made it enticing to come. Um, and so we did. And Paul Becker was up yeah. for it, or down for it. Being, yeah, yeah. Being from north of the border, which is kind of up. Yeah. So I, I wasn't sure what I was going to get out of it, but um, I, I chose a different bike. Yeah. Because I um, was on my gravel bike earlier in the week, and I was like, this thing fucking sucks. Yes. Like, this is super uncomfortable, and it I does. just don't want to spend hours and hours on it. So, I'm just going to ride a full suspension mountain bike. And, like, you know, I imagine myself plodding along, just like waving at children who <laughs> were lining did. the dirt road <laughs> yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, the per, like parade style. Actually, there, yeah. were, there were a few spots where they were lining the road. That, yeah, there's that a is true. Yeah. Cheering and waving. I yeah. high fived the child while I was riding. Yeah. I did too. Yeah. That little girl at yep. the climb. Yeah. 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 Yep. And I heard the parents say, you have to put your hand up higher so they don't have to lean over so far <laughs> as I went by. That's good. Yeah. The first time Trevor's ever been tall. Yeah. <clears throat> it's true. And to see Keegan have to do it, I mean, I had to do it. So, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you never like, really saw me. Just one time. <laughs> well, and then the, the question is like, do we ride together? Do we like, no, ne- never. That's never the answer. Like, I don't think. Well, maybe next year if she continues the duo category, that could be a way to really mess with somebody's mind. No, no. No, there's like a there's duo. A, there's a team category where oh, no shit. you have to finish together. Kind of like the, how they did for the Baton Death yeah. March for us. Like 
you had to be within a specific block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you had 10 seconds for everybody to finish. Interesting. Together. Yeah. I wonder how that worked out for people. It's it's hard to ride with someone. Like, I, I was very, very unprepared. Mm-hmm. Hadn't ridden my bike much at all. Figured I'd get by on, you know, like, self-knowledge and stubbornness. <laughs> Self-loathing. <laughs> and, and, uh... <laughs> <clears throat> and then Ben Treasure, who was with us on the uh, the dogs episode, mm. he had signed up also for the hundred mile version. And uh, I said, Ben, you know, I I'm just going to try and get to the finish line. And if there's some way I can, you know, help you to do the same, because he was um, going into it with reduced volume, so to speak. <laughs> you know, so it having seems a, like a common theme. Having a real I job. Call that, and um, such. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I guess it would be. Unplanned tapering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you could just pretend that like short workouts get you prepared for really long efforts. Yeah. yeah. I'll call it uncompensated <laughs> get tapering. Some CrossFit. <laughs> get some CrossFit. <laughs> but, uh, and, and it was tough because we're not matched on speed but you know like on the sort of the downhill was part he on a gravel bike or a, yeah 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 he has an open also i didn't see him um had a white tetelac horse jersey on. Oh. yeah oh, i was looking at the ground almost the entire time so <laughs> <laughs> i can tell you i saw mostly dirt <laughs> i saw my front wheel that was well, about yeah, it that's, i saw yeah yeah that, so I'm a handlebar over my front axle that's that, yeah. all i was looking yeah at. so there's that quarter quarter spot of the tire that you see <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's about it. A like, little number placard. I just wanted with. to make you guys go down this road to see these mountains. I was like, then what you should have made it shorter because everybody <laughs> was staring at the fucking ground. Oh man, and it's it's not like you at that that section where yeah. you go up the mm-hmm. <clears throat> split off to go up to El Diablito. Like, mm. it's not like you can look away because it's <laughs> just like steep and covered with baby heads. I mean, <laughs> it's and and it starts you're 80 miles yeah. deep by the time you get to that section. That, that's the added technical section. The more yeah. the most technical section of the course. Yeah. Yeah. I I know the yeah. listeners can't see this, but this was the look that I saw from everybody on that section. <laughs> yeah. Panic. Just panic. Yeah. Panic and distress. Well, Distress. I think distress would be better than panic. Uh, and there was a lot of. There's not enough energy to I actually. Feel, panic. I can feel the energy of. I wish I had a fucking mountain bike right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's why did I bring this pogo stick to this fucking mountain bike race? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, Ben and I stayed together on the first climb. Emily was, you know, went up the road because hmm. she was there for the stage race and had. She was 18th or something. Whoa. Uh, Going into it, I don't know totally how she finished, but um, she had a mechanical on the way down the backside of that first climb. Yeah. And so I waited for both of them at the first feed zone and realized, ah, Ben's not riding the big gear down that hill. Oh. I did forget to tell him that, you know, when you see water bottles in the road ahead of you, that means you're coming into a washboard section. <laughs> I lost one there. Okay. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, you got to get you got to get the no chuck bottle cages. I enjoyed just riding over them. <laughs> yeah, I started pedaling faster when those happened because yeah. everybody else was slowing down. 
Frankly, but I had a gigantic fucking mountain bike. So. Yeah, what did you... So, Keegan, you did the 50-whatever, yeah, 56, 56 mile version. I like to call it the 56 plus four, because once you cross the finish line, like, oh, you got four like miles, four more miles, miles to go before you can get off your bike. Before you can collapse, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you... Um, so, you had a borrowed, a rented bike. Yep. So since everything was last minute, uh, Chris was nice enough to rent me a bike from Contender. Okay. And the only thing in my size was a full suspension downhill mountain bike. So, so, so that's what we did. What like that's like a twenty twenty one pound bike, right? It was heavy. <laughs> it was heavy. I'm I, if joking I by probably like, thirty. I was gonna yeah. say I'm joking by ten pounds. Yeah, we should. <laughs> I think we it's got to be. At least um, you're already not heavy going up. The it hills. was yeah. It was essentially a heavy duty cross country bike. Cool. Okay. More on the like down cross country. So what they call it, like an enduro? Yeah, bike? yeah. I would say or all mountain. Yeah, because it was like 130 mil travel on the rear so, shock. The downhill on the rear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was serious. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I well, was, I was bouncing up and down. I couldn't stand up for the most part. A, a man of your stature needs a little bit of. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I needed some stiffness back there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it felt like when we started and I started riding on the pavement, it literally my tires felt like Velcro on the road, and I was like, all right. Just need to wait to get the dirt, I guess, and that helped a lot. Yeah, the dirt. The, it just it felt horrible on the on the gravel oh, uh, or the pavement. the pavement to get yeah. to that. For, yeah, My, Michael took it. off, and I was like, all right, I can keep up. And then Paul took off, and I was like, no, I don't, I don't think I can. Well, I and I tried to like, you know, warn people like if you don't make it with the big group off the start, you're just going to be losing time because it's worth the extra effort because they'll end up going ten miles an hour faster than you can, and so. They took off, took off. Yeah. And I was like, ah, shit. My average heart rate, I think before the first climb even started, so the first, I think, six miles, it was like 165, which is like threshold-ish for me. <laughs> wow. Granted, I'm on a mountain bike. Yeah. And I'm trying to keep up on a road. Pushing a lot of weight up the hill. But it wasn't that necessarily. It, it was, was faster it was the pace, up yeah. that first climb than it was. I was actively trying to go slower this year. Yeah. So I didn't ruin myself, yeah. <laughs> like in the first, you know, thirty minutes <laughs> um, of what was going to be a very long day, uh, and yeah, up that first climb was faster than last year when so, I was trying to go faster. <laughs> yeah. So, so what that that was interesting. Like, why is it so hard to ride with somebody else? I, I think because it's like a solo mission, but also. At any one given time, I feel great, and then I don't feel great. Yeah. And then somebody else feels great, and they don't feel great. And you're, they influence you because if they start feeling better, you start feeling worse. Yes. It's, a, it's like this flip-flop. But if they start feeling worse, in comparison, you start feeling better. So you have this weird, get the fuck away from me. I don't want you to influence me feeling. There's, there is a weird, <laughs> there's no I in team, but there is a me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, the, and I think that's, uh, when we headed out into Copper Basin, um, Ben and I were together, and he was feeling better at that point. And I was like, ah, oh, good, he's coming into it. And, and then he came out of it. And then, and, then he, <laughs> and then it started going downhill again, and he came out. But oh, okay. He, yeah, I mean, he, I, I, I think... Downhill he, at the very, very, very end? No, not... We weren't together for that part. We were, you know, we were together off and on until like mile 60 or so. Mm. And then I did, and that got got back. He, despite the cramps I'd been having for the last, let's see if it's mile sixty, then the last uh, twelve miles because they started at mile forty eight. Nice and lasted for right before that feed zone for forty three <laughs> until they, I got to the on the hundred miler last year. They started at mile thirty six for me. Okay, 
Yeah. And they didn't ever go away. So right before that, that feed zone the key. started for you? No, 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 no. Um, before that, or that would be right whatever. before or right after? Somewhere in there. Which feed zone? The one you go through twice? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so well, ha- no, like two ten, of them, two of them twice, right? Well, the only other one's the uh, top of the hill, which you're probably not talking, or the top of the summit. Oh, well, so actually, you go through three of them no, twice. You go through three okay, of them twice. Okay, so the one that you're at before you go into Copper Basin. Yeah, way out in the middle of fucking and there's, nowhere. And there's nothing else yeah. Yeah. until you come back to that. Yeah. So that's, I think, was at mile 43. Oh, okay, so before that next one. And then, so five miles after that, yeah. where it started <laughs> some sustained uphill. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, I don't know, this is weird. Okay, so there's it's there like, goes the it's like pretend rollers. The uh, gonna, fa- the lateralis, fastest lateralis, and uh, then um, we're cramping pretty hard, and then kind of got that under control. Then it went to the adductors, which is never a good sign. No, that, that sounds horrible. <laughs> and then <laughs> that got under control. And then I was just having like the little glow worms. Yeah. You know, yeah like yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. little like feeling of electrical current going mm-hmm. up and down the, the, the um, kind of managed that. And then whatever that was at mile 60, I, it, it got to the kind of thing that I can go really fast on and make up a lot of time. Um, and so I did and dropped Ben and then, um, then it was back into the headwind, and I was so fu- I couldn't pedal more than 140 watts, or the cramps would come back. So Ooh. it was going slow. And then there was a cu- and there was a couple sections that I knew pretty well. And I was just like, "Fuck, I need to have a group here because the valley narrows, so the headwind's going to be more mm-hmm. concentrated." Um, and I was able to hang with the group till the um, feed zone that you would you would have gone through twice on the 60 yeah. mile at the after the little lollipop yeah, thing yeah. Mm-hmm. um and then on my own for a while turned left to go to el diablito got all the way up to the sign took a bad line bike stopped i dismounted both medialis quad see now this uh, is locked. a this is a fitness tip for people <laughs> yeah because if they want that sick ass teardrop Oh, VMO. fuck yeah. Just do a 100-mile bike ride and let that thing cramp for 60 miles. Yep. It'll, it'll be deal. shredded. It, you, yes. <laughs> yeah. If you're looking for some definition, ride 100 miles on like 600 calories. And, uh, <laughs> and, and just watch and VMO suck s- up into your adductor. Get super dehydrated and then Ultimate let those fuckers cramp. <laughs> but when I did dismounted at that point, um, both those locked and locked my legs. They were cramping so hard. And then the, then the outside, like my whole quads cramped and my legs were locked. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've ever tried to walk uphill with legs that are locked. You can't bend your knee at all. It's I, like, I, tr- I tried that about five days ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool, huh? It's impossible. It's not possible to do. And I was like, fuck, I need to get back on the bike. So if I get back on the bike, I can bend it. And then it'll be okay. But if I lift my leg over the top tube to get <laughs> on the bike, my up. hamstring's going to go. And then I'll be on the ground like a bug. like Or just straddling your bike, not going anywhere. Yeah. yeah. I that, had something that's also possible. Um, I had something similar, except I figured out a way to like, my bike was leaning over. And if I was like, if I stand over it, and then I kind of like put the leg over and I try to pick it up and stand over it at the same time. Yeah. But then my fucking obliques Whoa. cramped. <laughs> <laughs> was that last year? That was last year, yeah. Oh, man. There, it was funny because I saw, <laughs> like, last year as I got to the top of the, the whatever, the little KOM on the way out, um, a guy came riding over the top, big smile on his face, like, white shirt, a, a vest. This was last year. Oh. A beret. 
He oh, had like a step through bike with a basket on the front and a fucking baguette <laughs> in the basket. And I and I was and I thought about that when I was standing there next to my bike, thinking, "Man, a step through bike would be really convenient <laughs> right now." <laughs> did did he also have a motor on that bike? I was gonna no, say, he was that would have been convenient too. That, I was going to say the baguette would come into play. Uh, yeah, that guy was. It seems ahead. ridiculous, but if you're in that position, he is fully prepared. He, exactly. <laughs> Could have could have helped out a guy in trouble. He just had some and, forethought and was like, "How did they do the tour when they were self-supported?" Yeah, I got this. I got this. Strict nine. Strict nine. <laughs> Strict nine and baguettes and cocaine. Yeah, yeah. Strict nine cocaine. Okay. I think was the, was the cocktail. Anyway, um, yeah, it was I. It was uh, took a little longer than I thought it would. Yeah. Um, but that's also because the course was longer and had yeah. more climbing than last year. Added six miles and like an average of ninety to two, <laughs> ninety minutes to two hours or something. Yeah, something like that. I think there was about a thousand feet more climbing than than last year. Um, oh, ouch! Yeah, because it was fifty seven, fifty eight hundred at the end of this year, and I think last year it was right around five. Yeah. So yeah, Close not, not quite. Feet. Maybe, or maybe it was only five or six, and I'm just like making it up. But whatever, um, I got m- what I deserved. <laughs> for, As we all did, I believe. But I, I think, yeah, I, I kind of feel like it. And I mean, I've only seen since I wasn't around when Michael arrived. I had to rely on pictures. You were starfished in the field afterwards. <laughs> oh yeah, appeared. I couldn't do anything. I I I had decided that. Well, there's a couple negotiated but i didn't i wanted to do it self-supported i didn't want to stop at any of the aid stations okay and not take anything from yeah. anybody so i was like i've got one bottle on my bike that's all I and i've got four blocks of cliff shot blocks okay that'll stop cramping um well i was in it was in in between hell where like i went hard enough um to start like uh, it was in the I, I can't remember but it should have been the top 20 for the climb and then descended, made up some time, and I was feeling really good at the lollipop coming around right after I passed you. Felt great. That was hilarious. Hey, hey oh, hi. You want to hold up? I'm like, get nope. the fuck away from me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. I, I know where that's yeah. coming from. Yeah. I, I understand completely. I'm going to take a picture of this. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. He's like, yeah. hold on, hold on. Holds his phone over his shoulder. I don't know what I got. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bye. I think I got something. Um, I felt good until i turned back left into that headwind and all the lights went out and i was like uh, okay now i'm two, after that feed station. almost yeah i think at that point it was two hours and 45 minutes in and i had a pretty good average right. pace going and uh i knew that if i ate something at that point the legs would not come back from it because it would just lock up i just my stomach couldn't do anything heart yeah. rate was through the roof because of other things <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> and, and then i was like i i didn't want to stop but then i had to pee so bad so i turned i turned off the side of the road to piss and holy shit it took a long time to get back on my bike because my legs had locked up once i got off and i was like doing the whole waddle back but it's it's weird as soon as you get back on and it's like okay now's the time to not add water so I was just like trying to get my legs going. Okay, they're going. Yeah. And then I would add a little bit of water and then a like bite of a shock block. And like within 10 minutes, it's like, <laughs> they start grabbing again. And you're like, ow. Relax. <laughs> Relax. Yeah, just chill out. And then I, I had a good experience. I just listened to music the whole time and told people not to fucking talk to me. Did you have the new Tool album on repeat? Yeah. 
pretty much. Yeah, and a couple others. All right. um, but yeah, that was the, that fueled the first like two and a half hours. <laughs> was that over and over again? It's a really good album. Oh yeah, I mean, I think we talked about this after. Yeah. I was listening to it on repeat for the first hour, and then my headphones died. I was like, oh, I guess it's just me and the wind. And Keegan, you started with headphones too, and they died in like. I wasn't off the pavement before they died. Oh, God. <laughs> I was maybe like five minutes in, and I heard, like, these need charging. And I was like, come on. Like, I couldn't even get to the top of the hill. Can we finish the shitty part? Yeah. How long is that first climb? Uh, 11 miles? Did I hear 1,800 feet? Yeah, from the from the start, it's probably around 1,800. And 11 miles. Yeah. It's about 11 miles. And, and 11 miles. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's not short. From the start. Yeah. yeah. So that includes the kind of yeah. the rollers yeah. going yeah. into it. The actual climb that if you if you start it from it's Corral Creek or whatever, yeah, yeah maybe uh, 1,400. Yeah, and then seven-ish miles or so. Yeah. I mean, it's not super. It's, it's you know, if you... What if, ma- if you were fit what makes it nasty? and you had a normally configured yeah. bike yeah. i.e you know two bike yeah, or whatever yeah. it's a big ring climb it's not yeah. steep yeah no, i didn't not. think it was the worst thing in the world i just thought like oh this is a dick move to start a race with this climb yeah <laughs> Co- compared to like suncrest it is not bad at all yeah does it and it's it's similar in elevation gain difference in it's longer it's almost twice as long so it flattens out yeah. quite a bit you can just hang out it's not a yeah i didn't find it i couldn't go faster but i didn't find it awful i was in my middle like i was on a one by but i was in like the middle of my gear that's where i was was like fifth or sixth it wasn't bad at all yeah it's like i don't even if i could i if i should have geared correctly um i would have left so that i had a granny gear for that climb but i should have been in probably like two or three and then had two what's the so you get like ten forty on the back, yeah, something, something like, that. like that, and then up front it's probably thirty two. Yeah, so I needed probably thirty eight or even a forty. Yeah, up front, and then that probably would have worked because I lost a lot of. I was spinning out quite a bit. I, I couldn't, I couldn't the, figure out what I wanted, so I just kept flopping gears. Yeah, <laughs> click 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 click. When, when I stopped like, I at that know. feed what feels station good here, yeah, none of it. No, I, well. <laughs> I, well, it's early. So I, I wanted to have like a consistent pace. Yeah. And I was eating because pe- I, you texted me the night before. Yeah. And like, don't go hauling ass out the first 15 minutes or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. So I, so I, so I went like at a comfortably quick pace because yeah. it was pavement. And then once we started going up, I was picking people up the whole way. But that was the issue is I'm like, I don't, I'm pushing hard now. I'm not pushing hard enough. And on my legs, yeah. I'm watching the power. And I'm like, I don't know what gear I need. I haven't done this enough. And it was like, I must have sounded ridiculous. <laughs> Just indecisive. I will say DI2 is fucking awesome. Okay. Yeah. Electronic shifting for life. Crap. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. And I have that electronic lockout mechanism for both my shocks. Huh. That works so great. It's insane. Wow. Like you go, you just. It sounds highly sophisticated. Click a button and you just like butter, like rolling. And then, oh, I got a climb. Click it up and it stiffens up and then you can start. It's. You sure it was bicycle? Fucking fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been other chemicals, but going on. No, it, it, it was good. Like I, I stand by that decision. In fact, I've thought about getting rid of my gravel bike and actually just starting to mountain bike only. But the gravel bike is a good commuter bike, so I might keep it. So speaking of gear choices, anybody mm. else have any differences they want to do next year? What do you mean next year? <laughs> next time? <laughs> oh, you'll do it again. 
He's probably right. Uh, <laughs> I know. Well, so this time, <laughs> the only reason, I, I mean, when I found out that Keegan, the endurance Jesus, wasn't going to be gracing us with his presence, how could I ever show up as endurance Judas? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, one needs the other. Yeah. Seriously. It's you don't complimentary exist without me. Relationship. <laughs> you don't exist. <laughs> I, I, You're I, nothing without but me. I had to show up unexpected. <laughs> yeah, if I wouldn't have turned, te- turned my back on you and took off, like Judas does. <laughs> As the story goes. You kind of did do that in the um, beginning. Yeah, for sure. I was. I played to my name. I wonder how um, offended people get because of the whole endurance Jesus thing. I We should just be fair. There's mad respect for Jesus's FKT on that cross. That was like some serious <laughs> shit. Wouldn't that be like the longest known time? I think As so. opposed to the F- fastest, fastest known time? Because he was up there for a bit, wasn't he? Well, no, there was longer. They used to just tie people to those crosses and yeah, let, yeah, them, yeah. let them expire. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That, that's kind of like beside the road, right? Yeah. And you're like going down the... All along the Appia. Yeah. And isn't imitation supposed to be like the sincerest form of whatever? Flattery, so, yeah, they flattery. say. Yeah. Imita- so, yeah. no, they say that's uh, imitation is the sincerest form of bankruptcy. Well, I am that too. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's how you uh, check it all the boxes. At least, at least in art, that's what they. But you, but, <laughs> but Keegan, you did most of the training indoors, right? I on a, on, on a, a bike that didn't go anywhere. On a not bike. I hadn't been on a bike that moved. Yeah. Um, since April, I think. No shit. Yeah. How did they, and in April, that was when you did the... That was when I did a 38-mile race in Vermont. Gra- gravel race yeah. in Vermont, wearing bibs and a <laughs> t-shirt. t-shirt or exactly something. Exactly what I wore uh, Sunday. Okay. Same Except exact thing. I oh, gave no him shit. a fanny pack. Oh, Ooh. true. Yeah. True. And I, he oh. gave me fingerless gloves. I actually, I wore gloves for that one okay. in Vermont. It was cold. Oh, full gloves. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't too bad. It was cold. I wore gloves, but a t-shirt. <laughs> but a t-shirt. And, and then it got wet, and so it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. I think it started like 42 degrees and the day ended at like 54 and rainy. Oh, that's not too bad. And rainy. Yeah, but that's still, that's that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Like, I wasn't really cold until I stopped riding. What was the biggest difference for you from like riding that bike to like in in the feel of it all? Because you've ridden three hours indoors. Yeah. And I did three out that race in Vermont was three hours. Uh, so like comparing the bikes or yeah, just the feel to like, did it prepare you? Um, I felt like I was capable of finishing 60 miles. I just had no idea how to do it. So mm-hmm. I just kind of went out at what felt like something I should, I could sustain. And I think yeah. I was a little intimidated by that first climb after we did it half of it the day prior. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I just wasn't sure. Yeah. So I wanted to get to the top of that and then kind of see how I felt. And then going down the backside of that, I felt fucking amazing. Sure. And I felt good through the lollipop literally until the headwind. Yeah. And then I felt like I got hit with a ton of bricks and I was, I was wildly unprepared for that because so, I haven't done a lot of riding in a headwind. Like that one time yeah. we went up, uh, what's the canyon? City Creek? City, City Creek. Yeah was probably my only experience with like a shitty headwind like that. God, I feel like I had my chin in my right shoulder for half the race because of that headwind. (laughs) Just head tucked down like, oh, crap. Yeah, pretty much. 
Uh, it felt it was pretty miserable. Yeah, but, th- but this is kind of one of the things that we've been talking about. It's too. like, why do I hate it so much? Is because I know how unprepared I am for it. So it's a, a matter of survival, not a matter of like, I don't know, usefulness. You're not racing to no. the end. You're, I'm, you're yeah. participating. Or I'm racing whatever. until I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I kind of found the survival part useful. Uh, yeah, like we were talking uh, about it yesterday because, I mean, you guys talk about it a lot and I hadn't been there yet to understand it, but getting to a point where you're like, this really fucking sucks, but there's no other way to get back yeah. other than to keep going. I mean, you could and lie I, on the side of the road for six hours and wait for somebody to come by and grab you. Even then, there's spots there where like that turn off at the 80-something miler yeah. for us. Like, yeah. There's spots in there where you're either fucking walking or riding. Yeah. Nobody's coming to pick your ass up. Oh, yeah. It's, it's single yeah. track. Like, yeah. it's legit. Nobody's coming up there. Yeah. But it was interesting yeah. to work through, like, the, all right, I got 30 miles to go or 20 miles to go, and, and I, I just think have it's to do it. going to take this long, or I yeah. think this, or I think, the, and, and you just, and all of those speculations are wrong. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's e- more just every like, single time. I feel like I was just playing games in my head trying to, change my thought process of like hey you should just get off and go jump in that creek right now and you might feel a lot better or your legs might cramp and you yeah, might drown might just like creep up to you know cramps of your abdomen yeah, and then yeah. like you'll yeah. fetal out in the <laughs> fucking water and bike just down to the side of the road and this yeah. giant two person inches of, just, in yeah. six inches of water what happened to keegan he drowned in two inches of creek water <laughs> yeah it's funny you mentioned that. I remember thinking, oh, that would be really nice right now on that way. The rollers out of Copper Basin. Mm. Yeah. Looking over to the right, like, oh, there's a stream over there. That's not that far. So I, oh, man. I didn't have headphones in, as we've already yeah. uh, gotten to. So, like, hearing the sound of the creek, yeah. feeling like I wanted water, it, it was what, <laughs> like, I wanted to just go over there and just throw my face in and start drinking it. Like, Obviously, I know that's a horrible fucking idea, but that is exactly what was going through my head. Yeah. Lead a horse to water. I can confirm get in the middle of a bike race, getting off of your bike and putting your legs in the water is a fantastic idea because that's what I did at Crusher. And the easiest way, and the easiest way to stop the race. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, well, I'm for sure not finishing it now because I feel great. This is where I need to yeah. be. Damn. Yeah. I don't know. It was For me, it was totally like last year I did a stage race. And I was okay placed, like top third, mm-hmm. going into the big day. And I raced all the way till the mm-hmm. end. Like it was, like I was fit enough, and I didn't cramp, and yeah. I was fast, and I could hang with the groups and the headwind, and like do pull my load in the group as we, you know, cycled through all the way back, and had a really, really fast descent off the top, like flying fl- way faster than this year, and. um and then to to go out this year and just realize like all right this is, okay the longest ride I've done is just under two hours so I'm guessing that's about the time the cramps are going to start <laughs> when it took until three and a half hours for them to start I was psyched yeah right I was like thank fucking god it's <laughs> like I'm over committed at yeah. this point <laughs> like that, that that it doesn't make sense to turn like if it, it had happened in that lollipop zone but it but they started in that lollipop zone because um when i waited for emily and ben i was just like all right so i got on the front got emily on my wheel and i just tried to drag and did like six or seven miles on the front 
to try and drag her back to the group that she had been spit out of. And then we were together when we caught a group and we were together for probably like a mile, maybe a mile and a half. And at some point I said, Emily, I'm going to see you later. You go up the road with these folks. (laughs) (laughs) And then just, then the rest of the day was kind of like my solo journey, you know, a little bit, but, um, but very different psychology of like crossing the finish line of those two years of, of like, yeah, I raced all the way to like, fuck, thank God it's over. And now I can social ride with Adam to the finish or whatever. Hmm. No, no, no lessons other than I'm still really tough and stupid. (laughs) Like I got nothing. I, I don't know. It, it, I like that it's, uh, I like the beat downs because they're like, oh yeah. I liked it after. Yeah. Well, I was like, I was actually smiling when I was thinking about, I, this is the most uncomfortable I've ever fucking been in my life. Like I, I couldn't like sit right. There was just a moment where I was like, I've never wanted to be outside of my body <laughs> and doing something else so badly, but that's what, you know, that's what you have to contend with. That's what you have to deal with. So I was laughing cause it was fun to deal with it. And you're like, okay, just, this is the speed. This is the song. This is the this is the point of reference on the hill that I'm going to look at until I get to that. And then I'm going to find a new one to think about something different. Uh, but you're right. The expectations thing uh, is a big one. Oh, yeah. Because I expect to be moving or traveling according to my reference. And if that gets skewed at all, we're all like infants. We all like fall apart and just start. Like, I was why like, can I have what I want? <laughs> That was my that was my brain space after two hours because I think we talked about it. I hadn't I'd done days where I had been on a bicycle for more than four to mm-hmm. five hours, but nothing more than two total yeah. in a row. So <laughs> when that came around, I'm like, "All right, here we go. This will be new. This is new. Great." Yeah. And then when seven hours passed, I'm like, "Oh fuck." Yeah, <laughs> it's still here. That's yeah. how. That's last year. I distinctly <laughs> remember that last year of being like seeing five hours and then doing the math and be like, "Fuck, it's gonna be so close yeah, to seven more. hours." I was like, "I thought it was gonna be done in a half an hour." Uh oh, expectations change. Well, everything. Yeah, it was like surprising stuff. Like my wrists and thumbs started to hurt, and I was being very conscious. The hot spots of not holding on to the bars. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like I was touching them, and it was still it. Oh yeah. Especially by the end of that turnoff for El Diablito, yeah. I, I did like I wanted to be able to ride that without my handlebars. I'm like this. I'm I, my my hands. <laughs> what do I do with my hands? I, I need a unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> I need a damn unicycle right now. That was terrible. Yeah, frankly, I, I found out quickly that my thoracic is very tight, um, and looking up while riding is very difficult <gasps> oh, over yeah. a period of time. I almost, and that's in a mountain bike position. Imagine. Yeah. I, almost, yeah. I mean, I, spent, I almost got a migraine. Because my oh. neck was starting to hurt. Yeah. My neck and traps for that whole ride was yeah. awful. I spent a lot yeah. of time in the drops this year. I think more than last year. Really? I yeah, because really I, I couldn't. spent more. Because um, then my arms could be almost uh, locked. Yeah, locked yeah, okay. And I was on. Fuck. Yeah. But, yeah, being a human shock absorber on that stuff. <laughs> and, I mean, the washboard was worse than last year. Yeah. The and one, if, and the, if you can't push a big gear going into the like yeah, washboard yeah. sections, you, get you just <laughs> eat, you just eat it all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but even pushing a big, like I had flipped down and up like as big as I could go on the downhill in the first descent. Yeah. It still felt like 
I was going to chatter my teeth out of my head. So you weren't quite going fast enough, or Damn too much, or is, too much, is, too much air in your tires, possibly. Yeah, and you sure had a shit ton of air in your tires. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's actually so. When that's probably what it was. Ben mentioned mm. earlier in the summer, he was just like, "Yeah, we were on this rail trail or whatever," and I was chasing Lauren, who has like a, a gravel e-bike, <laughs> e-gravel bike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know what the proper order of that is. And uh, so he was chasing her, like, and then went into washboard section and just like ate it. He goes, yeah, but I had, and and he said, I think one of the things that contributed to that crash is I had forty five pounds of pressure in my tires. I was like, are you fucking high? Like <laughs> that tubeless? is ridiculous. Yeah, and so we talked it over, and I said, like look, a bouncy ball. I, <laughs> I had about that, but I had, but you had two tires. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that's a bit different. Like but I wasn't sure what he just should under. Yeah, I didn't know. That's still pretty high. Yeah. But, but I didn't know. By I the like, time I would have thought about it, I was too tired and just like, uh, fucking, I'm going to keep pushing. Yeah, with tube tires, you're going to have to give, keep a bit, bit more pressure in. Um, but then I asked Ben what he weighed, and he's like, yeah, 173, something like that. And I'm like, dude, you should not have more than probably 30. 30. Yeah. And, um, you know, the NV website has a pretty good sort oh, of okay. chart that you can, that you can work from and then just adjust on the fly. And I said, when you get the tire, the, the inflation level correct, mm-hmm. For the wheel and tire combo that you have, your weight and your bike, you will be shocked at how good it is. Yeah, handled really um, nicely. And because I mean, I roll with like twenty-five. Yeah, twenty-three in the front generally, and I, some of those. I mean, I bang, I burped sealant on some of those washboards. One of those washboard sections, I, I went, I went yeah. into it pretty hard. Um, but but the main thing is like big gear keeps your ass off the seat. Yeah. yeah. Also, like you're not yeah. standing, you're but you're you're yeah. kind of yeah. hovering yeah. a little bit, yeah. just a touch. Exactly. Yeah. So you're just, so, and then, and then the faster you go, the 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 less deep into the sections and between the bumps you go. I think I'll have tubeless it, and less pressure next year. Next year and some yeah. better. Yeah. I mean, I just realized this time I was like, okay, there's this is why and people much better. Like you just look at the list of DNFs and mm-hmm. people get out to that first feed zone. They're like, I'm good. Uh, that, was there that many? I, I, I'd have to go at the top of and, the first summit. No, no, no. At the but at, at the, the start lo- of the lollipop lo- that went oh, out there. Okay. I think a lot of people turned around there. That makes um, sense because there was a lot. Uh, that's why I was confused for a while because I kept seeing the, the green bibs, yeah, the, the hundred mile. Yeah, I, I kept seeing them go back, and I was like, "Am I going the? I'm going the wrong way. Am I going the right way? Because I like they should have turned left, and they were not turning yeah. left. They should be going that way. Where yeah, the I was like, guys, going, guys, go hold way. up! Yeah. You went the yeah. wrong yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, dude, no, turn around. It's over there. They're like, yeah, yeah. we know. It's, I just don't want you to miss out. It's the long, long, long one that goes next to the stream. That's, that, yeah, yeah. It's what I don't. You keep talking about next year. I'm hoping well, if I develop correctly, yes. Like if I, you know, I will have hopefully found a different event to do <laughs> with a different tool. So I keep saying <laughs> next year because I was frustrated by my gear choices oh. and the preparation. Yeah. So I would like to be prepared enough next time yeah. to feel comfortable with signing up for the stage race. This I I agree with sense? you. Yeah, and here's yeah. what I kind of like that that fucking is eating at me. Like it's been eating at me since Sunday. The one thing that I like, got out of this is like I think I picked the better bike. Yes, you did. And I, I was, was like jealous as fuck. I think if I prepared physically, like with enough volume and and the gear choices change, I think I would still pick that bike for the stage race. I think I 
might end up with the same sort of view <laughs> next year, like a really stiff mountain-ish yeah. bike. And we had this conversation with Payson when he came because I bought a Trek and I was like, hey, I just want to know how do you set it up and whatever. And we started talking about gravel bike versus mountain bike and all this other things. And I mean, what did he do the white rim with? He did it with, with a, a mountain, mountain bike, bike. For sure. Dual suspension mountain bike. Yeah. 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 Like they're so good and Which so if, light now. If you've that ridden that, like that makes total sense. Like that is a rough terrain. That is not. Yeah. Th- that's. I haven't. You can get away you. with doing it on a gravel bike or even a road bike. Which, <laughs> like, which, I, which I think, first which I think he said, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He mentioned, you get away with it. He mentioned that, hey, I wouldn't have chose this ahead of time. But mm-hmm. after having done it, glad I was on it. Yeah. Right? Didn't yeah, he, yeah. Didn't so he, he did say that te- when he, he did, did the attempt. test the test run? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, "Ooh, wait. This actually okay. is a good idea." Yeah. Mm. And this is kind of the funny thing cuz when I went to take my uh gravel bike out, I do this climb on gravel and I have, you know, an average of what I should be given a heart rate, and I went up it on the gravel bike and it felt rough. Like I felt like beat up. And I was like, "Man, I'm about 3 or 4 minutes slower than I usually am at the same heart rate." So I went home and got my mountain bike on the same day and rode that same thing. And sure enough, it was four minutes slower or four minutes faster than the gravel oh, bike. I remember you talking about and this. And I was like, how is that even fucking possible? And when I was riding it, though, it felt so comfortable. Like the bumps aren't jarring me where I have to like clench and flex and like, you know, be the shock absorber. And therefore, I can just focus on pedaling. No matter how rough the terrain gets on a mountain bike, you're just pedaling. Well, and looking at the gear and some of the mm-hmm. guys that are riding and winning maybe it's a scenario where with gravel bikes they're trying to fit a square peg in a round hole and some of these guys are no i mean that 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 last day the 100 mile you take yeah. El, the el Bolito out of it yeah, yeah. right and and even it's with gravel, it yeah. even with it in cuz it's not that bad all things considered um it's a roadie course yeah yeah and it, and a gravel bike makes way more sense. I mean, guys were rolling cyclocross bikes with, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, small tires, not 650Bs with, you know, 2.2s or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's what it's, that's what's up front. To win, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you need and, the speed. Yeah. And so we are talking about something else. No one is going to win that last day on a straight-up mountain bike. Oh, and you me. couldn't get enough advantage on the first stage. So you can't change your bike for the stage, like yeah, yeah, yeah. biker wheels, whatever you start with the first stage you have to finish, you finish with. Yeah. So you could choose a mountain bike for that first mm-hmm. thing thing. I, you know, and, and maybe make up, you know, some time because there's a fair amount of single track and but that kind of thing. Extreme. But you would have, to, then you might lose it in the time trial, whatever. Cause it's uphill gravel road, smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so, you know, the way Rebecca, I think, put it together is like stage one favors the mountain bikers because it's, you know, it's technical and some single track. Stage two favors the roadies. Stage three, you know, well, uh, you know, it's yeah. as it was last year, it's for sure a roadie course. And and, and even with the washboard or whatever, you're not that, fu- you know, fucked up afterwards if you're if you're fit and you've done the volume and you can and take it. But um, well, and the addition saying. of the LD Ablito part. Yeah, it's. So I've, you know, I've ridden it twice the direction we rode during the race and once in the opposite direction um, this year. And like, ah, this is fine on a gravel bike if you're fit. I mean, I fell, so I fell twice there and got off once. Yeah. 
and I completely agree. Like, but you didn't like the bi- no, do that kind of riding on that particular bike. No, go beforehand, which means it's all. totally yeah. fine. Yeah, because I was on a gravel bike and I, I felt because I was fucking tired. Yeah, and hadn't done the, the riding there in that. Like I had no idea what was coming up. Yeah, I'm like oh, I guess I'm just gonna give this a shot. <laughs> well, this will be new, well, which it was, it, which it was, and now I have bruises the size of my Yeti cap on both ass cheeks. <laughs> I do. It's bad. <laughs> I thought my glutes were sore yesterday, and then I looked in the mirror, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I have fucking bruises. I, I, must, hit the, I must have sat hard. down really hard. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't see a mountain bike win in that one, but maybe some others. And, you know, would have been, it would be advantageous if you just go in the last day. Yeah, if I, you're just going to do that, maybe you'd want to have the comfort ride. For that race. Yeah, like, yeah. I think some of, it's interesting seeing where the, the tech is. Because yep. some of it's like square peg round hole. Sure. And like mountain bikes are bridging the gap back towards road mm-hmm. and roads bridging the gap towards mountain. And like yeah. it's, it's going to be yeah. cool to see where the, where the space that is. That is kind of like the Venn diagram of a gravel bike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's like all, what, it's like the only bike I want to ride right now. I yeah. I just don't care. It's like, I just go out and. I, yeah. I think the real speed on it though, I can't, because it's. It should technically be on the uphills. It should be quite a bit faster on a road bike, uh, 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 a gravel bike, as opposed yeah, yeah, to a mountain yeah, bike, yeah. right? On the on the down, if you have enough travel, you can make up a lot of speed on a on a mountain bike. Not it, against a good rider on a gravel bike. Okay. Yeah, I mean the mechanics are just, I mean, just there on a road bike or just, a gravel bike to be pushing that much harder. Just right? just look at the times going down. Yeah. The, the off the big the off the first climate crusher, just look at the fucking speeds on a gravel bike. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. I was I descended at forty three or forty five. Okay, on a full suspension mountain bike, that was frightening. I would never have done that on a gravel bike. There's just yeah. I'm pretty sure that's I think Tim's average speed last year. I when I looked at it. Oh okay, it was somewhere forty ish yeah it was i mean maybe that was the peak of it but it was it was a fast descent on that and i don't think i could have done that on a gravel bike maybe somebody could who was more skilled it's it's crazy to see how fast people can go downhill compared to what kind of terrain is that mortals is that gravel uh yeah it's gravel but it it is it's not a it's fire road so it's kind of fucked up terrain Like like legit rough yeah it's not it's not smooth at all like yeah, not smooth like the back side of the, the front side is actually pretty smooth for a, a gravel like a gravel bike would be the 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 perfect choice the descent is like meh. i don't i don't i don't i wouldn't pick a gravel bike for that and i think talking to a couple people um actually um zach and his friend they used to be on canyon together they both said that for sure they made up a lot of time on a mountain bike but then okay they, because the climbing is so extensive, like almost everybody chooses the gravel yeah. and then just loses some time on the descent or something. Huh. But I guess, I don't know. I guess I don't know that much about it. It fucking sucks. That's all I know. <laughs> Feels terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, but and that's one of the reasons I picked the mountain bike is it doesn't hurt my shoulder or my neck. So I, I can like I was actually generate more power. I was surprised at how much my neck was hurting. By, oh. I don't know. Hours five and a half or six somewhere yeah. in there so, i don't know somewhere in there yeah when it was like all headwind i'm like fuck i just want to look oh, i don't want to look up yeah you can't look never up. mind mm-hmm. yeah that yeah. hurts too that headwind was atrocious 
It was that, everywhere. That was that was special. So demoralizing. That was special, <laughs> especially when you're looking at downhills, but they're not downhills. Yeah. yeah. I should. Yeah, oh, I get to relax and just freewheel it down this hill and kind of. Fuck! I have to pedal. <laughs> it's slowing down because the head. Like the is the so one strong. place where my weight might help me a little didn't. I'm like, oh, I'll go fat. No, I'm not going faster. I need to pedal harder for some reason. <laughs> you're wide too. You catch a lot of. Wind. I caught a, yeah. especially with those big mountain bike handlebars. Oh, there was a you're point like upright a and sail. like yeah. There was a point I looked behind me. There was like eight people riding right behind me. Yeah. I probably, the, they're probably like two two headwind. Two abreast. The, the first, yeah, exactly. The, <laughs> and you, you probably got like 735 wide handlebars. Oh, or yeah. something they, like they were I have wide. 800, so. Oh, okay. They were, yeah, they were no wide. Shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm mine, driving a fucking bus. I think mine were the same as yours. <laughs> yeah, they could be. Yeah. yeah, they're really comfortable, though. I, I do like the mountain bike. I really I know, do. right? I really do. I mean, especially just having a bigger frame. Well, because what I'm trying... Okay, so I'm going to hurt myself. I don't want to hurt... Because of the tool that you chose to. Yeah. yeah. Like, I want to be the one who inflicts pain on myself. Not, right. Not the, fuck, this is uncomfortable. I hate this fucking bike. I want to be like, I love this bike. It's carrying me. I'm, it's doing a lot of mechanical advantage for me. I'm just yeah. able to sit on it and produce power. I highly recommend an e-bike then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to produce power That's right the next step. now. Now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe that is the next step. I can't do that. I see them up in the canyon. I'm just like... There was, there was an e-bike on that course. Yeah, there was. It was something weird. It hit... Yeah, Ben said he saw one. I, I one caught up to me at uh, the... I mean, it wasn't a climb, but that little hill after the lollipop, like okay. right before the feed station. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to catch him. No, I wasn't. Yeah. yeah. You just kept going, and I was like, "Oh, you're a dick." <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty. Funny. You're assisted. And then he just took off. It was like, "Oh, all right." Yeah, in which I, case, like, why don't I just do it on a motorcycle? Some of those, <laughs> some of those guys were hauling ass around the course. Oh yeah, for sure. Some Eating of the, some of the dust motorcycles. From them. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. The dust was another thing to contend with. Yeah, my I, my lungs felt partial capacity. Um, oh, towards the end for sh- sure shout out to sam craig who sent that neck gator right before we went which i used Dude. fully the whole time i had really yeah. yep i had mine on my neck too i was yeah. doing this yep up and, up down. and down yeah i brought a lot which of that dust i think saved me, me. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I, I coughed that shit up all yep. the way on the whole drive back to salt lake <laughs> yeah it was um it was worse this year it felt like it was drier yeah a little bit more loose dirt I don't know. That's interesting. What do you think it's useful for? What the fuck are we doing? I mean, if no one here has like some weird like fitness line? lesson to transmit, yeah, don't you know, out of it or whatever. Don't do or, that. Or, I, don't. I mean, it's a fitness podcast, guys. Come on. I don't think I have a fitness lesson, but I'm glad I know like where I was a year and a half ago to now that I could make such a drastic change based on behavioral changes, eating changes, things like that. That I'm now capable of riding a bike for four and a half hours and probably some of the worst, not worst conditions, but hardest course terrain, however you want to call it. Um, now, like I had no delusions that I was going to race and beat people other than what the fuck was I capable of doing? Yeah. And like, maybe this is the fitness lesson, but like the suffering and knowing like, I can't put a barbell down or I can't hop off a rower, walk out the door and try again tomorrow and know like, Oh, I'm 30 miles into this. The only way to get back, is myself and to keep going. I think that is maybe not, I don't know if that's a fitness lesson, but there's a lesson there to like, 
you can keep going, you can do more. And there was none of the Especially when you have to. Yeah, yeah, you had no choice. And and to be able to make I mean and to make the decision, like to get that you know, to make that commitment of just like getting yourself all the way out there so that you know, the only choice is to get, turn around, right, turn back yeah. is to get back. You know, you like there's no way to walk out of the gym or there's no way right. to call on the Uber or there's no way like I, I think that's pretty fucking useful. Yeah, and I, I'm sure like, you know, for years to come I'll be able to pull from that in other activities that I do when I don't want to keep doing something or something sucks and it's like, well this sucked but I kept going. And it sucked for longer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, emptying the tank is really important every once in a while to know that you can still do it. And that's what, like, the starfish on the ground. I, When I got back, that was the only thing I was mad about is that there was no fucking water there. I was like, man, as soon as I get back, there'll be water. I'll be okay. I'll be able to cool off and I'll be able to drink whatever I need. And I got there and nobody had water. There's like, goo and bullshit and like i'll have this i'm like no no i just need water and they're like well we can't waste it on i was like <laughs> are you fucking kidding there was me? six coolers at every feed station yeah exactly right you like couldn't have pulled one have put cooler one here at the, at the finish of this fucking thing i think only two of those actually had water too and the other ones had whatever what? company Pre- yeah goo sponsored or whatever, yeah. uh it's just like thing oh yeah i thought marketing. all the like every i thought all the feed stations were you know totally yeah. outfitted yeah finish oh line, yeah yeah nothing yeah i i mean i i was not conscious at the finish <laughs> line so i can't comment i don't, I don't on recall that. <laughs> so i was just I had, getting to that point where i'm like i put out enough because i knew i was gonna collapse and be able to like drink and, and then i couldn't and i was fucking infuriated yeah. and then i couldn't like i heard a couple people say that as i was laying on the ground at the finish line like yeah. where's the water yeah I don't want to, you said yeah. empty the tank. I don't want to overlook that because I think people would be like, well, I did Fran and I emptied the tank. <laughs> and it's it's a totally, totally different feeling oh, yeah. compared to. Oh, no, no. This is like, it, <laughs> but, yeah, empty is the wrong word. You, you're excavating. <laughs> you're removing it completely. Of the, yeah, like of scraping the, t- the yeah. resin out of the tank. If you're trying to, to use smoke the it tank. to stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I think i mean it, i was kind of laughing because i saw the post that thurk made with the mm. t-shirt you know still true oh yeah, yeah. thing and um because that was either that day or the day after or something and it's like yeah i'm still really fucking stubborn i can actually st- like i'm not racing this year and there's no reason for me to <laughs> expect to be able to finish this based on the preparation that I've done or the not preparation that I've done other than the previous 40 years of my life. Hmm. Like, which tells me like, yeah, I know I can do this. And then I, I actually sent a text to Pace and I was like, dude, you were in my head all afternoon. And, uh, said, yeah, cramp started at 48 miles and didn't finish until like I could like big ring, you know, you know, roll a big gear going down the final descent he goes you and i said they, yeah they shifted around a little bit but for the most part they were there the entire yeah. fucking time and it's not any and he he said wait you you've had cramps for like 43 miles and, and i said yeah but you said you can ride through them <laughs> so i trusted you man <laughs> I, told, I didn't mean for three hours that's no joke but, like when he was talking about it last year because we recorded and then i did we recorded with him and then we went the next day right 
yeah. the race the next day or something. Because Some, yeah. he was talking yeah, it was about the Saturday. Yeah, he was talking about Leadville. Yeah, and he was talking about like, oh, it was him and this other guy, and they, you know, he was starting to cramp up, and I was like, oh yeah, for sure gone. He's like, no, it's just pain, and I was like, exactly. Whoa! And then when it hit me on mile thirty six of a hundred miles, it's like it's just pain. Nope, it's debilitating pain. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't pedal with that. <laughs> yeah, it's like I guess I'm just a bitch. <laughs> like I just, but yeah, it was uh, sixty miles of cramps. They never stopped. They never went away. There was always something grabbing for sixty miles. I'm, I'm yeah. really glad you relayed that to me the night before. And mm. just let that terror sit inside my soul the entire time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, please don't. Like every time I had a little twinge of something yeah. in, a, in like my calves or like the outsides of my quads, I'm like, oh, don't do like Michael did. Oh, God, don't feel the thing where I can't move. Oh, man. <laughs> it was just terror. Like, oh, I wish I hadn't heard that. I really do enjoy going out way too hard for my current capability or endurance <laughs> capacity. I, it's such a g- good... Uh, litmus test i guess and you dip it in the water and you're like yeah i'm fucking pregnant <laughs> or, or whatever but wanting like pee on this if i could only pee yeah <laughs> you know, like yeah. i don't know i mean i was i have not gone that deep in a long time i don't know i mean i'd have to i i'd, I'd have to go back a really long way to, to think of that because and and like i've finished at whatever time i finished i'm just gonna say well seven thirty so eight seven thirty so get back to the field at three thirty mm-hmm. say i force fed myself some food at nine i <laughs> couldn't eat in the morning the following day i you know i was hungry for half of my burrito at like one o'clock in the mm-hmm. afternoon, force fed myself the rest, couldn't eat dinner that night, finally had an appetite to eat in the afternoon on Tuesday. That's and, early. And like it's the RPI diet. Did not <laughs> oh no, it's full on weight loss. And like and no big deal. Moment. You only burn like seven thousand calories. I don't I don't know. I yeah, I don't really trust the algorithm on that one. Um whatever it says for my power meter but uh my power meter says you weren't putting out that much power bitch um, <laughs> it's what my power meter says so i, I trust that but um my power meter but, quit because it said it's not even worth registering <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, exactly. don't, we don't go that low yeah exactly or you wouldn't auto, want us to because you're going to uh, upload this to the internet and then people will see what a michael the auto pause it's like auto pause question mark <laughs> no it, no i'm still pedaling. going I'm uphill st- i'm still pedaling god damn it and i and then um <laughs> i was pretty dehydrated like I, th- I, th- I think i did the calculation of i had about 600 calories before the race started between 400 and 600 on the course oh okay um oh, I for uh you know whatever I and I ate a little bit more and that was just, yeah. I told you, you eat your way. My, th- yeah, I told Mark you, eat your way through of, it. Mark was in the back of my head, so I'm like, okay, every 45 minutes, yeah, eat a fucking gel or one of those something waffle things. Yeah. so I did that just nonstop until I ran out of food. Nice, which that's smart. Ran out. Nice. I don't know. If I, I have a not problem. That far from the end, like I have I think a problem I had, eating. I had one gel packet left, or so, but I loaded myself down. I think I brought like I, I like to wedge myself. Or something stupid. Yeah. I like nice. to wedge myself in between this area where you're going hard enough that you can't digest anything. Yeah. 
or um, you're scared enough that you don't dare reach back and grab food and eat it because you're descending at a high rate. Mm-hmm. That is or, that is where that ultra vest came in handy. Or oh, nice. like, I've now yeah. waited too long and now it's going to be worse if I do eat. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Now my stomach's fucked from not having any food in it. Yeah. And if I put food in it, I'm going to want to yak. Yeah, I was telling because Paul Paul did really well. He, in did, fact, he did really well. He seemed stoked. Oh yeah, he was for sure. But this is you know somebody who took it seriously, prepared, yes. hired a guide to help him. Paul did what none of us did. Oh, yeah, exactly. when he took off and started following you at the start line, yeah, I was yeah. like, "Oh, that's what preparation looks like." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. But also, he has a really good ability to eat the entire time. And I was telling him like that skill out of anything that might determine how good you are at endurance is your ability to stomach and process fuel while you're going. Plus, imagine with his motorcycle background, mm-hmm. his motorcycle racing yeah, background, his ability to handle a bike, his his handling like it costs him less. Mm-hmm. To like, especially psych- psychic yeah. energy mm-hmm. to do silliness to to you know yeah. move the bike through some of that stuff. I it's like, so. oh, I know how to do this, or I know how to do or this. groups this of or like groups totally. of people. Like, there's just no stress in his yeah. head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good job, Paul. Yeah. Oh, well, I think that that'll you'll look at it and he'll see like he will build off of that and go, cool. Now I can try this next distance. Maybe you'll try the hundred, or maybe you know, maybe there'll be sequential races leading up into a hundred thing. Yeah. This is what I was explaining, Keegan. The, the fascinating part about endurance sports is when you realize there's a shift at first i'm just trying to make the distance i'm trying to handle the volume or the time and i'm fighting myself to do that because it's really hard to do in training to go further in training than what you think you can do takes tricking yourself there's no other way about it if i know you need to get someone to drive you out somewhere and drop you or and and not answer the phone later yeah (laughs) so you have to get back it it seems ridiculous (laughs) but it is that bad like the only times that i've made jumps in training volume on a bike the first one was like the 90 minute window was really hard to hit until i went on a group ride they went two and a half and i was like oh i got tricked into that and then there was like you know these incremental things until i got tricked into doing like an eight hour bike ride and then it was like once i could find capacity and i could make myself voluntarily go out for four or five hours at a you know normal at a at a specific pace not just go out and survive for four hours but i'm going out and i'm holding this pace for four hours and then i'm done once i could do that i could compete at two hours but I don't think I could compete at four hours until I could do that for eight hours, and that or something similar. Maybe it's six or what? Yeah. I don't, who knows what so the fucking percentage is? So it wasn't good but. to try 120 minutes and transfer that to 400 and whatever 500 minutes. But you're still just searching for vol. You're just trying to yeah. survive the volume because you know that will be the challenge. But as soon as that challenge is alleviated by capability, then the speed changes, and now I'm trying to race that volume the yeah. two hour yeah. the 120 minute version yeah. versus yeah. yeah and so i would it would be nice <laughs> to get to, i still think like next year i still like the 60 mile distance for me like the three the and frame. a half out yeah like just over three hours is perfect for me i can go hard enough to get to get what you need to yeah to scrape the residue off of the da- gas tank in yeah. three hours <laughs> or whatever you to call it uh, like i just don't i i could see developing to go longer but i don't know time restriction like man that's a i see two things that are stopping me from going into that time domain one i don't think my body could hold up like neck and wrist like all the soft tissue stuff could hold up anymore the volume that's required to do that let alone the time allowed to train to three or four hours a day 
on a bike to get 20 hours. I, I think you'd need 20 hours a weekend is my guess to be able to be good at the hundred mile race next year. Could you do it unless I guess it depends. On maybe you if you have a bigger, it. if you have a bigger History. background, yeah, yeah. then yeah. yeah, you could get away with less. But from where I'm standing, I go, no, if I wanted to race a hundred miles, oh, race it. Yeah. yeah. I, I would need 20 hours a week for at least from February up until it, I think. I think you could do it on less, but um, that'd be a good target early till you burn out. Maybe. And, and I would be able, like, so it, it would be, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15, back down, yeah. up to 20, build the volume up to 20. But the, to, and I'm not just saying. And then to, intentionally taper. Yeah. So I should probably be more clear because most people are like, oh, that's it. I'm doing 20 hours a week. And they don't understand that, no, you're, you're building up to 20 hours a week and then sustaining that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Why clarify this shit, man? The burned hand teaches best. <laughs> Let well, people like well, fixate on some fucking arbitrary number. <laughs> so, Michael, I tried 20 to hours hit a it. week for three months. And I, now I'm in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, my, my knees don't work. Yeah. That is the idea. Weird. That is the capacity, right? Right now, I can ride 12 hours a week. It doesn't, there's no stress there. Like, I could go out for two hours a day and I would be totally fine. Like, I have that physical capability to be able to do that. And I could ride at pretty hard paces for that. To go up to 14, okay, like now I have to start, now I need a three-hour day and a four-hour day somewhere. And then it, once I get 15 or 16 hours, now I need two, three or four-hour days. And now I need to like be more efficient in my work situation. Yep. And rest. So yeah. that I can, no, because I can't, now I need more rest also. Yeah, yeah. So not only am I cutting into my sort of daily life with the training, mm -hmm. but also with the sleep and recovery yep. requirements. So yeah. it it's like, you can't just up the volume and keep the rest of your life the same. No, exactly. even even if you have this, even if you have the time set aside during the day, like say you don't have the athletic background to do twenty hours a week. Yeah, but you have the time where you could do twenty hours a week, but you understand not to do that right away. So you start with twelve or ten or whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. You still have to modify other things once you get to twenty hours a week beyond your life that you had, even if you had the time set aside already. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, like surprise, you have to now sleep nine hours a night when you're doing fucking 20 plus hours. Of for sure. You have to yep. make up the compensation. Like you yeah. have to compensate somewhere. And that that's the hardest thing to realize. Like, yeah, I went from 12 to 20. It took eight weeks. Now I'm sustaining it for another eight weeks. So now I'm 16 weeks into a training cycle. Now I like I haven't even done intensity yet. So yeah. now I've built this capacity and then I would break it down to be, yeah. so that that's 16 weeks from February. And then it would be some undulations up until then. That's four months, right? So February, that puts me into June. So I'd be about a month off or I'd, that'd be about right to, to start taper. building yeah. intensity into mm -hmm. it. So six to eight weeks to build intensity. And that's not going to fucking happen. Like for one race, I just like, I would have to cancel out everything else that I care about. And then I would miss out on some other experiences being mm -hmm. unable because I'm so, you know, on a bike, that's not worth it to me. Some other people would be like, wait, they just mapped out how to have a really good experience at this thing that might be worth it for them to go do. And maybe that that's what I'm saying. Paul feels is like, man, he tested it, saw how great the outcome was with building exactly what Joe made him do. And then, tapered down had this experience even on a i think he had knee surgery when it wasn't too long ago no it wasn't it was it was well it was like uh oh really like oh man be careful don't do that too fast it wasn't it right after not the previous symposium but the one right before that i think so yeah so february february would it be 
something. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned the eating thing, him being good at eating mm-hmm. during the endurance event. I, I hadn't thought about that, but that wasn't tough for me to do. Not just thinking about what you were saying, Mark, but through training and shit and teams. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can eat Eating. when I feel like dog shit or yep. when I'm tired mm-hmm. and not throw it up. Yep. Like does I don't it doesn't matter how exhausted I am or what state I'm in. Hmm. If I can get it down my throat, it'll stay. It'll stay. Yeah. And will it leave? Yeah. Like your Yeah, yeah, no, your I don't. stomach. <laughs> I don't get <laughs> like gut issues or no, anything like that. I, like yeah. I don't you have well, a solid not, stomach. I mean, I have a pretty see, solid I did, stomach. I did a couple times when I was training for that uh, baton march okay. when I was doing like two hour three hour ruck runs mm-hmm. there was a couple food items where if I had them before it would fuck me up and I'd like get gut issues so you identified that though yes and I don't eat that stuff anymore yeah. <laughs> like period man shout out to London Aaron's daughter because she made me a peanut butter and honey sandwich that I had at oh, the top of the first climb <laughs> which was unbelievable yeah. and then when we got back to the house she had bought me a pint of ice cream Oh my god! Which was equally as unbelievable. Wow! Yeah, it was fantastic. I had that pe- peanut butter honey sandwich with me when I got to the finish line. Still? Yeah. And then I put it in my mouth, and I was like, I have no more water. I can't <laughs> swallow this thing, so I spit it out. I couldn't fucking eat the sandwich. Oh, I'm glad I had mine for <laughs> breakfast, along I, with along with a burrito. I do have an iron stomach. I can generally yeah. keep down whatever I put in it. I just have a hard time putting it in. Yeah. See, and that's what made me glad that Mark had said something. Yeah. Because it made me put it. I would yeah, yeah, I would yeah, not yeah, have yeah. sat there and been like, yeah, 45 minutes, got to eat. 45 minutes, got to eat. 45 I, I minutes, got to tr- eat. I tried. Yeah. And uh, this year, I made a big change this year when I started to ride in February to start getting food in because I'm really good at not eating and suffering and just like dealing with low energy and that kind of deal. That That adaptation has come. What I knew the limiting factor was, was the ability to get, you know, close to 50 grams, 50 to 70 grams of sugar an hour would have, would, if I can tolerate that and I can make it happen, that changes my performance. Yeah. But I had a hard time like, okay, what form? Like, how am I going to? Yeah. What, what's the item that I have to ingest to make that happen? Coca-Cola gummies. What? Yeah. Yeah. So Coca-Cola gummies have this sour taste. They're palatable. Like they're not overly sweet because they're lime and cinnamon is the cola flavor, right? I think that's why I could palate those those honey stinger waffles. Yeah. Is they're yeah, not, yeah. They're not like sweet. They're kind of. Where the fuck did you get waffles from? No, no, no. They're like. Bottom. They're yeah, they're bottom. stinger they're waffles. Like yeah, the Stroop waffles. waffles. But they, they have like a neutral. Like a, <laughs> they have like a neutral flavor. Yeah. On, uh, on not the overly su- sweet. On the sweeter side yeah. of neutral, but it's, it's like sweet-ish bread. Like well, it, it's yeah, not yeah. like, oh, crap, I'm eating candy. But that's why I think goo right? is garbage because it is just so sweet. It's, I mean, it's fucking pure No, it tastes glucose. like syrup. Yeah, it's, yeah if it's I'm going to eat syrup, yeah. I'm going to eat syrup, like, frankly. Yeah. There, there, that race I did in Vermont, they were giving out shots of syrup. Oh, fuck yeah. It was pretty How amazing. Was it was pretty amazing. I did one. Okay. There were people, like, just downing them, and I was like, I think more than one's going to lead to some issues. Well, <laughs> I know so. there's a bike racer that has a company that sells those. Ted King. Yeah. Yeah, but and what's interesting about what he talks about it? I mean, it makes sense. Like if you're talking bro science wise, mm-hmm. but it is a natural ingredient, so there's no weird additives that your body has to deal with. Mm-hmm. It is low in the glycemic index, so if you're gonna just eat something syrupy, fuck it, you might as well do maple with syrup. a really good maple syrup, because low glycemic response, well, and <laughs> and it's the one ingredient for your body to digest, not like goo where it's 
I do have to clarify this because people that would know are going to be screaming at the top of their lungs. That's like, fine. We can't hear them. fucking idiots. Don't care. The reason why it's low glycemic is because your liver has to process fructose differently. Yeah. And, and maple syrup is highly, like on the, I, I can't remember the percentage, but um, the majority of it is fructose. Yeah. So that's the reason for that. But that doesn't necessarily make it a good thing. Like when they look at blends of sugars, yeah. high fructose is not necessarily the best combination. Like you need more glucose and fructose. Correct me if I'm wrong. Well, the reason that they mix them <laughs> together is because there's different transport mechanisms across the yeah, yeah. The, the gut wall. And and if it's highly fructose, so, it's a lot into the liver. It, yeah, and and generally causes more stomach upset, either because of the, maybe it's longer transit time or whatever, but, yeah. but if it's, um, but the reason that you start seeing more fructose visa instead of like just straight maltodextrin, which mm-hmm. is what, you know, the, uh, the original gels all have been, mm-hmm. um, uh, it is be- because of the ability to use a different transport mechanism. Once the the glucose transport mechanism is maxed Tapped out, out yeah. you can like get a few more calories across mm-hmm. if it's fructose. But I I think it's all the, just it, it. Whatever you can tolerate is yeah. what you yeah. should. I was just thinking that like it's all <laughs> like, in of, it's all in of one, right? It, it, like, oh yeah, like what you can I, eat at no. hour one is different than yeah. Michael oh, that was or Keegan s- or me. Yeah, and maybe it. Maybe I can do solid way late, but not early. Yeah. You know, who fucking knows? So you said, that was you one know. of the weird things about Chrissy Wellington that people would like argue. Because for a while, she's not anymore, but she was the fastest triathlete on the planet. And she had shocking numbers and data. Like her, time, she could time trial with the best cycling pros in the world and like hold her own. Like that's how much power she puts out. But that, her, that was standard like that was yeah of course you train this much that's going to happen her weird thing is how much carbohydrate she could process per hour and it was like stunning i want to say it was over a hundred grams an hour 400 calories yeah that that would be significant she's exactly what vegans want to be she can process like that means even during like the extra during an iron man she's processing that she's able to take that in turn in energy no side effects no grumbling doesn't matter where her heart rate's at she can just process that that was the weirdest thing about her like power numbers no one gives a shit how much sugar can she take in that's fucking crazy that and that's why i say it's an ability it's an ability and it's a trainable Mm -hmm. but that also means you need to go out and put yourself at Though mm-hmm. so in those physiological conditions, in order to practice it, so it's not something yeah. that you sit around sucking on your big gulp and yeah. take in four hundred fucking I'll calories. Worth of All right, cool, and, good to go. And, yeah. not, and not only do you need to practice it, <laughs> but you need glycogen. to be you need to be in that zone. Like you need to be totally depleted, and then trying to use that new shit to get into On the energy off, system. Yeah. yeah, I mean that would that like do you have to be in the three hour mark if you really want to find out well, how it works in the three hour mark? Probably right. It, yes, and you have to have have to be at that duration at the intensity you're going to because obviously the the, the higher percentage of VO2 max that that's going to alter what you can actually absorb. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you need to to be at sort of let's just say race pace or close <laughs> for long enough in order to um find out what works and what doesn't. Yeah. Here's where you could probably fuck with that. <laughs> if you're training at the end of the day and yeah. you have high cognitive load during your day so you go through an eight hour work day or something where you're making decisions frequently so it's not just a mindless job you're actually having Mm -hmm. to you know work 
if you train after that, you'll be depleted, especially in glycogen. And you yeah. could mimic, probably you could shave an hour off your training time. Th this is a really like... Because of the brain work. Because your brain is yeah, already pre fatigued. fatigued. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so the brain being pre-fatigued, you're already starting to practice how to refuel it sooner. So if and they, they'll do this test with like puzzles and, and whatnot. Um, it's in but Hutchinson's it's, book. Right? Yeah. But, it, but I think that, it, and that's okay. An effective way to make, you know, training more mm -hmm. efficient, let's say, but I don't think that has any bearing on gut tolerance. Ooh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like, like your body's been operating it. X value now yeah. for three hours. Now, so you're depleted. Now you go out and do the physical training. And yes, yeah. yes, there are going to be physiological and cognitive consequences to that. But I don't think you'd be in the right state to train your stomach to, because there's no way to, to absorb more, recreate it without. Yeah, doing that was it. that's yeah. interesting because I was thinking about decision making being based on prefrontal cortex that would be drained. But you're right. the The gut does need the time. Uh, there's something weird that happens at elevated heart rates where your digestion changes. Yeah, right? and, and let's just say that maybe you're um, you've got a level of dehydration, right. and mm -hmm. maybe some you're a bit more acidic mm -hmm. in your gut, and so maybe that's gonna have an effect. Like you put sugar in that makes it even more acidic. So maybe yeah. what you need to do is, you know, drop some, you know, something that would drink some Pepto Bismol. <laughs> that, well, no, I'm, I'm it's, not. That, that's it's not been like, done. Ha, ha, ha. Like it's, I'm serious. It's been done. Yeah. I know. And yeah. or because I was about to say, you know, maybe it's maybe like what you need at that point is like a you know the lemon ginger thing, or yeah, maybe yeah. it's you know sesame because that has yeah. a nice you know sort of calming effect on the time before you drop the thing in that's going to be the higher caloric load. I mean, yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. I, I, I think ginger um, chew is a really good idea, actually. Yeah. Like a lozenge or something? Well, the ginger, those spicy ginger chews, oh. they, those are tasty <laughs> and they're sugary. Are we talking about Colorado ginger chews? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the best chews. Those would be nice. That, that'll settle your, settle your stomach a little bit. Yeah, make you, yeah it, maybe uh, just getting stoned might, might before to get too. you hungry. Might I'm settle like, your pace. I, you know, <laughs> I, I knew some guys did, did some big ass, you know, like a lot of their Ironman training days yeah. were... Mm -hmm. um, assisted with uh, like I, little THC to I was kind listening of to like a, make I've it tolerable heard of that for uh, podcast. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say I heard a podcast for ultra running. Yep, the mm -hmm. guy was like at mile forty, I'm fine up until then, and then my stomach just goes to shit. <laughs> and the guy was like, Well, at mile forty one, you should smoke a joint. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, that's oh, pretty wow. interesting. I could get into ultra running, cycling, <laughs> cycling. How I are you going to get it. to mile forty one, Keegan? <laughs> Walk. Okay. Walk. Running. I feel like I'll do it. Running high, my knees feel like they don't exist. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's hard to, and it's one of those tricky things where, like, if you, uh, we've messed with this a little bit, but you have to use a form that can get you out the door and going at a normal pace, yeah. and then it will hit, yeah. so that you've told your body this is the pace and this is what I expect. This is what I'm doing so when it gets other weird. Way, man, I walk out after smoking a joint and I'm like, I'm just going to walk because I really don't feel like running. These mountains are beautiful. <laughs> yeah, these fucking colors are great. <laughs> or even worse, I have headphones and I'm like panicking because I feel anxiety like crazy. Because you chose the yeah. anxiety causing music? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm listening to Tool. On purpose, yeah. <laughs> Oh, fuck. It could go. It's so hard to dial in those kind of things. Yeah. But I do think in running and long distance stuff, probably THC has its place as as a performance enhancing substance, even if it's just 
allows you to eat more or the anti-inflammatory effect of cannabinoids or it could be the mental separation from exact, the your ability on. to just yeah. make your mind function I mean you can so. make yourself feel worse by being self-loathing mm-hmm. like it's easy for you to get wrapped up in your own mind I mean I kind of thought we, the self-loathing was productive for me well, no, it, this on Sunday yeah so digging deep it's and feeling that can like you can dig into spaces that are good but what I mean is as an athlete like performance wise mm-hmm. and I I saw it specifically say during uh, like hell week or during pool like pool week is people get in this like self-loathing I'm shitty at this thing or mm-hmm. it's happening to me type of space and they perform worse yeah. than they've ever performed yeah yeah at a given activity I think that's just life in general, not even just physical yeah. stuff. I think yeah, your perception of yourself doing, I mean, the, the studies that were coming out a long time ago over education, teachers thinking that kids would perform bad, they would perform bad. And teachers who had ch- children that they thought would perform better would perform better. Like yeah, so based off of the bias of the teacher and the expectation of the teacher, because the teacher would unknowingly Broadcast put that influence energy, yeah, yeah on the kid like oh it's like, just oh, like these a, kids are stupid oh I you guess fucked we'll... it up like it's just the you yeah. know offhanded expression that the kid goes oh this is expected as i'm oppo- supposed as to opposed be to fucking the, like yeah. mr rogers type of scenario where it's like oh, you can do anything you want to do yeah sure. as long as you're a little red caboose or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah. oh okay <laughs> <laughs> whatever the train i guess the caboose doesn't do shit but anyway <laughs> that brings up the rear somebody's yeah. gotta do it <laughs> yeah exactly i it's it's this was probably the. I, I I recognize going into this that okay I I need because I, I can when I'm fit mm-hmm. I can motivate myself to higher output mm-hmm. with negative self talk. Totally agree. I mean we've gone through this we've had this discussion about the positive aspects of negative thinking, mm-hmm. but I went into this weekend and realizing like that ain't gonna work this time because I actually am shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I am like not ready for this. Like when it's self-loathing not me. is accurate, it doesn't <laughs> work <laughs> exactly. So I, it, which uh, when it, if I find myself slowing down, but I have the fitness, I have the engine, then the negative like come on you pussy, you know, like don't give up now kind of talk Mm. works but going in knowing that i had my tank was only a quarter of what it needed to be and my engine was several hundred horsepower (laughs) shy of what it needed to be i realized okay the only way i'm going to get through this is if i manage the negative self-talk better and make it positive not like you know cheering myself sure you know, reaching over with <laughs> my best, cramping arm and patting myself on the back for even having done this much you got you that. know <laughs> whatever yeah what, do, um, what does that look like in in, in in a realistic like positive self-talk it basically it, it's it, it wasn't there was nothing positive about it it was just getting back to neutral when the negative oh okay yeah yeah happened. but it, which of requires like, positivity w- which yeah. requires some you know positive thing like and ba- and also telling myself you will kill yourself you know you will kill your output if you keep talking like this because Uh, the only thing that is Mm -hmm. getting through is the desire to do so at this point like i have to be positive enough to keep pedaling or to like take advantage of the section so when i left bandit whatever it was mile 60 and it's slightly downhill and I can go faster downhill on gravel than other people, apparently, or faster than I, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. 
said, I need to take advantage of those situations where I can pass people to reinforce my idea that I'm actually not in last place, that I'm mm. not sucking that bad, that I need to. So, okay, here I need to take advantage. I'm going to get around that corner in the headwind and it's going to be fucking miserable. Yeah. I, but I need to take advantage now to put myself in a better, like to really push, mm-hmm. tell myself I can do it, um, then do it. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then get the positive so feedback kind of like from positive that. Positive reinforcement through effort. It and 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 effort at the points where it the, the the reinforcement is going to be positive, right? Right. And then okay, now we're in the headwind, and everybody's suffering. There are others suffering. We all suck less. But if I get on the back of this group, it'll be bad for less time. Uh, mm-hmm. I definitely had and, some instances like passing people in that headwind that was like, well, I guess it could be worse. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I got passed by a number of people in that. Headwind. I provided that opportunity for several people as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, as did I. Go as by, did I. Well, it's it's not funny. like I passed everybody. I, I passed like people. I'm, people passed me. Yeah. But we're so delicate already based off of if there's just another human being on the course, depending on whether they're suffering or doing well, will influence our suffering or doing well. Yes. And let alone. So when you're talking about your own uh, dialogue, if I consider what I'm doing bad, I will do worse. And if yes. I consider what I'm doing good, then I will do better. So th- that becomes a really hard thing to manage. I don't think people realize how difficult that is. Um, and when we say positivity, I think I'm the same. It's just coming back to neutral. Not, because yeah. it not, neutral, not even manage, but drive it. Well, yeah. And at neutral, I can make honest decisions. Like I can make calculated um, expectations mm. if I'm at neutral. Or accurate expectations. Accurate, yeah. yeah. And if I see, like, if somebody comes into my sphere and influences that or makes me feel worse, I start spiraling and I need to come out of that. That that becomes... Yeah, uh, somebody comes along and then, man, this headwind is fucking brutal. These washboards... But they're doing 10 like, miles an hour faster than uh, me? Or like, uh, what? Yeah, that, that's precisely why I fell the first time after that turn off into that tech section is somebody came cranking by me and he's like, oh, yeah, what a hot, shitty day. And just, wow. I'm like, ah, crap. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> Me, uh, gotta try and he, and he him, rode by you and he just went, I just fucked that guy. <laughs> so not that <laughs> I was... Went, and then I fell over because I tried to yeah. sort of keep up with my own brain. I'm like, oh no, I am fucked. Yeah. Not that I went fast by any means, but I for sure passed a few people in the headwinds and went, these headwinds suck, huh? Not even thinking about what that probably did to that person. <laughs> to that, exactly. that was just what I was thinking in my head and like the only thought it hurt right that here. I had. Right um, here. It's like, it, oh man, these I, headwinds I suck as I'm going past them. And you, their inner child just like... <laughs> <laughs> like, why do you have to say that as you leave me in them and like don't even... I'll tell you why. I never even thought about it till this minute. If someone <laughs> feels worse than I do, I feel better. Yeah, of course. I think I just wanted justification <laughs> that the headwinds were as bad as I thought they were. Yeah. Do you agree? They were worse yeah. just, than what you thought they were. Yeah, to that oh, yeah, person. yeah. That's probably true. <laughs> yeah. At yeah. the same time, some guy rode by me with a camera on his back. He was like, "How you doing?" I was like, "Man, this is this is tough." And he was like, "Yeah, I wish I didn't have this camera." And then just fucking kept <laughs> going. going. And I was like, <laughs> "I wish I, I wish didn't. I didn't weigh a hundred pounds more than you, but yeah. I do." So have fun, Dick. Yeah, what do you bench, Dick? <laughs> yeah. Get back here, pussy. Get back here. You want to fight? <laughs> I never saw that guy again. Yeah, exactly. Or I would have fought him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, there was like, two people I saw that kept me sort of grounded in, oh, this is sucking. Okay. was the woman on the fixed gear. Yeah. Jesus. And the pair on the tandem. 
Oh, I did not see the oh, tandem. I, I was tandem. in a group with a with, the, the, with the gal who was riding the tandem. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the fixie. Hers was well, no, hers was, was a single. It was single, single speed. So, okay, single speed. Uh, there's a free wheel. Uh, single uh, speed. Uh, let, me, yeah. let me. Yeah, who in the right meant, fucking mind? No, not not fixed gear. Yeah, oh, I misspoke. Yes, but single speed. Yeah, yeah. I was I was in a group. We saw the same woman, especially out the back end. I mean, she was in our group for a little while, and it's like, man, that's that is stout. She was. But Not, it, she it, wasn't going slow it, either. It also alleviates a lot of decisions. So what was funny was <laughs> at one like, point like, I'm just here now in this gear. I heard her say something to somebody. Okay, that they're like, "What the fuck?" Because they looked over and went, yeah. "No way, she's on a single." And she's like, "No, it weighs less." And like she was trying to legitimize yeah. the fact that she's going faster than than, them. The, than the person who's <laughs> yeah. And I could just see yeah. their head just, oh, no, that's not Yeah, it. I got passed last year by a guy in a single speed on oh. that last climb. And I had passed him a long time ago, but I blew up so fucking bad that here he comes just hey, motoring hey, hey, past me. And I was like, fucking single speed. Jesus Christ. Like, I feel so lucky, yet oh. so uncapable right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel fortunate. Yeah. So th- those two <laughs> kept my brain grounded because I was thinking about them at the end of the day. Like, oh, well, there's still those two that are pedaling together and that woman on the single speed. Yeah. Can you imagine Fuck. like the couples therapy that you'd need oh, after Jesus. doing a race like <laughs> oh, that on a, a tandem? Wedding and, yeah. they, they were, they Aaron were, said they, something like, oh, we should do a tandem. And I was like, so they, you want to be single next year? Yeah. They, they do did, we file divorce the big, before or after yeah. the race? They, Let's just get the papers ready. Bed. Pardon? They were doing the hundred mile. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. ridiculous. And then, and maybe I mean I I remember it some one day in Michigan I was on a Pontiac Lake or something, mm. and you know on my mountain bike whatever, and then he was like fucking a a tandem mountain bike, a couple on tandem, but just can't come by and like and gone, and I was just like, how is that even a possible <laughs> a thing? How do you two cooperate that well? Yeah. yeah. It, there's there's that, but long the, this long wheelbase, and so there's probably certain terrain you couldn't actually go on. Sure. Yeah. But man, I, th- I thought about that on some of the rockier sections that we did on Sunday. Yeah. How did they manage that? Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's the only one way to find out. Do you get off? Yeah, I'm not doing. You it. and Keegan should do tandem <laughs> next year. I should do tandem with Chris Warden. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody make a bike that would support that? Uh, combined That's, weight of I, close to 600 pounds, I would say. Right, Chris has to. Is it two fifty something? Okay, it. yeah. So let's say five hundred. Five hundred. Yeah, yeah. a little over five hundred. Yeah. But safety reasons, we need to. Sometimes <laughs> I forget how small. You need a quarter ton tandem, relatively speaking. Possibly a motor. Yeah. yeah, it just sounded better. Than yeah, it's the F two fifty bike <laughs> that we have over here. It's like. <laughs> but the cool thing is, it could kind of look like a Goldwing, and you could have a stereo system. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> and you could have a baguette. It could be a step through bike. I mean, what's baguette more weight? What's, what's, exactly. what's more weight? Imagine getting passed already. by that. Plan ahead. <laughs> We're not going to be able to remount this thing. We want a step through version yeah. of this tandem bike. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Once we get off, and off. a fucking engine on the back, <laughs> just in case. I. I would support that. I think that would be... Um, you can only tap into the engine. Like, the engine will only turn on after the bike has rolled 80 miles. Ooh, Fair it's enough. got a mileage governor on it? Yeah. That'd be terrible. Or, or maybe a time domain, like, after eight hours. Yeah. So what are they? We're like, okay, <laughs> you can. You got a two options here. You can engage the engine or kick off the, like, rescue beacon. <laughs> so we're talking about different... These arbitrary rules that we make for ourselves, because we all do them. And when I explain a rule, somebody's like, oh, that's weird. And I'm like, yeah, it is kind of weird that we're already doing this thing, and we make other concessions or other 
You yeah. know, I'm not going to do it like this. I want to experience it like this. I mean, I did so that. So I'm only going to have right? 11 like, gears instead yeah. of 22. Or no, I'm only yeah. going to have one gear instead of. Yeah. Or, or like I ended up stopping at the last yeah. feed station to get more water. But I basically didn't. I didn't stop at anything else because mm-hmm. I told you beforehand. I'm like, oh, I'm going to carry enough. I'm going to carry all yeah. everything and go as if I'm self-supported, mm-hmm. which worked until I lost a water bottle. Uh, and that's why. So I ended up draining everything by almost the end. And I'm like, I fucking need water or I'm going to like lose my shit. Yeah. Like I've already. Even been, though I know it's already it's all downhill from here. But I want to set myself up yeah, so, for a better outcome down there. And it was I a, need to eat and drink. now. It was that yeah. and it was mental because somewhere in that El Diablito section, I wanted more water and I I was like sucking whatever was left in my in my two yeah. and a half liter camelback. So I brought yeah. a, a decent amount of water with me we on my back. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, I know there's more. Like, I know there's more in here. The worst thing, and oh, we had discussions a long time ago about this with when my friend Nick was working, um, he's a military rep at, for Camelback. And, uh, and I was like, the worst, the, the worst thing about a Camelback is that you never know how much is left. Yeah. Mm. And he said, you, we, I, there, there needs to be a flow meter on the hose. Yeah. And I don't know if somebody some years later maybe impl- implemented that so that, you know, you get like, okay, the red yeah. LEDs going off. You, you've got a few ounces. You better hit that last gel while you still have a little yeah, water yeah. to wash it yeah. down. Um, and know but it, the advantage of the bottle is yeah. like, hey, you I always know. And knowing that from years of having used Camelbacks <laughs> doing okay, yeah. ruck, ruck stuff, I saved that till uh, that bottle yeah. was done, done, done. Yeah. So I would use the Camelback as like wet my mouth if I ate something. Okay. Just nice. to help it get down, like yeah. a little sip, knowing I have more than two liters in that damn thing. So yeah. Like, It'll be okay. But then by the time I got to that section, it was so bone dry. I was... Yeah. vacuum sealing it yeah. and it, I just did the math like, I realized why I felt like such like, shit why? I, like, I only had a 16 ounce bottle of Ugh. water yeah see so I had I had, yeah. I had a 16 ounce no. bottle and the camelback so yeah. I had a shit ton of water on me for that length, yeah. length of event but I needed to stop I had to Yeah. one because I felt like dog shit going up that hill like I felt like I was moving really slow and then I got up there and I'm like if I don't put water in my stuff and I have to, for whatever reason, like lock up or yeah. I fail on this downhill, I'm going to go crazy. Yeah. I'm going to lose it. Like my mouth already feels like cotton. <laughs> Fuck this. I need it now. Didn't even smoke that joint. Dude, <laughs> seriously. What is this cotton mouth? Like, no, yeah. So what other, concept, what, other, what other deals did you make? The bike. Yeah. For certain. Yeah. I need to change that. Uh, well, I mean, like on the way, like I'm not going to do this. I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do it because you you wanted to do it semi self supported. But what were the other like negotiations in your in my head? Yeah, yeah like I think I started with I don't want to get off or I don't want to stop yeah, anything, yeah. and that definitely didn't happen. Okay, I told Especially myself. Especially after I fell, sorry. and then I got yeah. off. I got off and took a couple pictures. I, I'm glad I brought the camera. Yeah. yeah. Last year I didn't. Yeah. St- I didn't stop, and I took one hand up bottle. Mm. from Rebecca coming out of a copper basin and that was it. So I had like everything that I needed for the entire day until that point, but never, never stopped and just, and just only got one bottle. This year was completely different. Yeah. It was, it's shocking how different it gets. Yeah. Like, okay, it's going to be longer. I'm less fit. Yeah. Like I make lots the, of stops. Um, yeah. I, I may fall. I mean, fall I off. Fell. I stepped off a couple but of times. To explain but, the difference, like from last year, sucked. 
and they're different distances and i realized that but from last year it was like i stopped any chance that i could because i needed help like i could not even function yeah without aid like i need more food i need more water i need and then now i'm so fucked i just need time yeah and time probably just watching other people go by to remind me that i still have this fucking race to finish but this time was like i know i can do it without it's going to be pushing it like it's going to be yeah. on the edge but then the well i made a weird concession um, special concession it was, it was a special consideration <laughs> I, I definitely told myself if i didn't make that first climb i was going to stop oh yeah altogether no, yeah <laughs> no 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 i no i was, yeah, no, was, was going to go back like down I, the hill I wanted and, to know and yeah. go what you meant. do whatever yeah, yeah. That's well, I also like was pretty confident I was going to make that first climb. Yeah, but I was a little intimidated the day before when we wrote up half of it. And I was like, "This is going to fucking suck," yeah. and it really wasn't that bad. It wasn't. Once you get to the gravel, once I hit gravel, I was like, "Oh, this isn't going to be that bad." Yeah, the climbing's fine. <laughs> it's just long, Actually, and it's just you know hitting the gravel felt great because two people independently as we hit the gravel were like, "Woohoo, gravel!" I'm like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, I, I could do that. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, everybody passed me going up the hill Seriously. until gravel. And then I passed a good amount of people. Cheering. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, the road is hard to climb on a mountain bike for sure. That's where it feels the stickiest. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like Velcro. Big. I, I, the only concession, the only, the only point where I had a quit, don't quit mm. thing was at the left turn at 80 miles to go to El Diablito. It's like, I could I just go, go straight. I could just go straight. Especially Ooh. with the girl. The woman standing there saying, "If you haven't ridden it, it's really rough." Yeah, and yeah. you're like, you're like Thanks. Oh, "Cool, I won't ride it this year either." <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like, I could go straight and then just DNF, and then like, well, and then who cares? I've ridden it; it's not yeah. that bad. Oh, because you rode the you yeah, rode that course. I, well. yeah. yeah, I mean, I knew what was exactly what was coming, except I mean, which is sometimes worse. in the natural world. Yeah, yeah. Like I knew what the terrain was like, but eighty miles in. I didn't know what I was like. <laughs> I had. Other, I was a little bit worse than. I'm glad I didn't I, know what was out there. Frankly. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss. Until I fell over, and I'm like, "Fucking damn it!" I I, I had other concessions because Keegan brought headphones and they died in five minutes, and I was like, "Oh, I guess I had another concession. If my headphones would have died, I would have just stopped." Because my whole plan was like, "I'm going to listen to this album. I'm going to." Mm take these things <laughs> feel a yeah, certain way but i'm not gonna fucking stop <laughs> like, but it, yeah if there was no music i would have been like fuck it i'm done mm. I'm, I'm turning around sorry chris <laughs> but then chris ended up chris ended up uh he did he had, the 20 miler he did the 20 mile. he signed up the for French the hundred fry. and ended up doing the tater tot or whatever <laughs> like he and what's funny is because i didn't expect him to do the hundred like when we showed up, I thought we were all going to do the 60. And so when I, when I saw uh, Keegan on the turnaround and then I didn't see Chris, I was like, fuck, I wonder if he's okay. Cause if I see him farther than this, man, that is a long day. Like I was thinking yeah. that's like a six hour. That's oh, like, like 10 miles. So you're on the return and you're thinking yeah. the closer I get to the start. Yeah. And if I see him and I haven't seen him, his yet. day is going to be really long. Exactly. So I was afraid if I saw him coming down that hill, I was going to be like, dude, just <laughs> turn around and go home but i didn't ever see him and then when i got to the finish line i was like rolling around on the ground trying to be comfortable i got a text and he's like man what an exciting day and i was like oh you for sure didn't do <laughs> you didn't do what i did response <sighs> yeah not expected so he's like oh yeah i just did the tater tot with my family it felt great and i was like well what were you gonna do so i was gonna do the hundred i was like you were not 
you were never going to do the 100. <laughs> like, I knew you weren't going to do the 100. He's like, why'd you say that? He was all offended. But I could tell he wasn't going to do the 100. You mean when we saw him in the morning and he forgot his bike shoes? Yeah. And he was like, oh, that's okay. I'll just go get them. My man, my mental space is totally different. <laughs> yeah. I, I think if I got there and forgot my bike <laughs> shoes, I'll be I'll be right back. And I want to go back to bed. <laughs> All you can eat pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty funny because I because um, Emily at some point during the day or I guess it was after it was over, she was like, "Oh yeah, Joe was convinced you weren't going to even come up here." Do you? Yeah. Well, he didn't say it to me. But and I could see how someone would think that because I was like in a fucking hate hate relationship with my bike for most of the summer. So, um, you know, and then he would call me and he's like, "I saw you went for a ride," and I was like, "Fuck you!" You know, just like, <laughs> that was actually exactly what you said to me when I saw you after the finish line. Well, yeah, but that's because you'd obviously been there a while and you I, were cleaned up and you were smiling and shit, and I still didn't know where I was. That could have been the drugs. <laughs> oh, hey there, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Tried to give you a massage on your shoulders, and you just looked up. You went, "Fuck you!" And I went, "I get it. I get it." He yeah. was like, "Look, you, they have ices. You just don't. <laughs> you just don't feel safe right now. I understand. Yeah. You yeah. need. Do you you just, need a blanket. Just need to be, yeah, you need a blanket and maybe a little like teddy bear or something. Maybe. But I had a teddy bear. Do you want some of my watermelon? I was trying to 50, be the teddy bear. Fifty. Yeah, you're no, like, well, what, I got sparkle. I was like, all right, I guess I'm not it, needed it anymore. It takes a shocking <laughs> amount to come back from, like whatever state you're in mentally to finish whatever hardship you're trying to get through to Cause once you're done, you're done, but your brain has not changed gears yet. It's oh, like, yeah, it's I, still like it's adversarial. Like I still feel everybody weird. that talks to me. I'm just like, like I'm thinking it, like, it's my voice I'm, in my head. Yeah. I'm not here to talk right now. I'm yeah. here to, I might've scared Rosa. Sorry, Rosa. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> cause she's like, have you seen Paul? I was like a long time ago. Like, which is the honest answer, but that was last time I saw him. Was like they, they were like they're over there waiting for you, and as I rode by, I was like, "Who the hell are they?" <laughs> and then I saw you and Paul, and I was like, "Oh, I think that was Paul's wife." Yeah. But I had like like because everybody was a blur at that point, you just and I just wanted that. to get off the bike and lay on the ground. And you're yeah. just looking at her with that, like, who are you look? Yes, yeah. Why did you just talk to Because they had, like, sundresses on and hats and sunglasses. And I'm yeah. like, they're like, they're over there. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Uh, last year I came to, like, you know, into the, sh- the shoot going into the expo field or whatever. And they announced, like, here it goes, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I threw double horns across the line. And I'm like, oh, it was awesome. And this year I was just like... I don't think I could even get my hands off the handlebars or look up. I just knew that I needed to. And then, and I was like riding around in the field, like, okay, wherever I stop is where I'm going to stay. So it should be shade because I'm going to be on the ground for a while. Yeah. And like, I like shoved the microphone in my face when I crossed the line. I was like, how was it? I was like, it was fucking terrible. Yeah. He said that to me too. I'm so glad that they were talking to somebody already. Uh, They had a mic in this person and I came up and I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Yeah. Nope, don't want to talk to nobody. And he was kind of like, what do you mean it here? was terrible? Like, go do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, oh, that's funny. You've been here, here all day. day. Yeah. yeah. And you, by terrible, I mean, I'm probably going to do it next year. But you, Exactly. The good kind of terrible. Yeah. Small T. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Lowercase T. Lowercase <laughs> T. I guess we need to find an event that doesn't have so many options. <laughs> the Red Bull 400. Has yeah. one option. Like, you either quit or you, like. You do it. Yeah. And I was like. I'm not doing the dirty Kansas because fuck that 250. What is it? A- after miles? this, well, it's the, the, the thing there yeah, no is thanks. like you know going into Rebecca's, 
that you're probably not going to have a mechanical. Sorry, Emily, that you did. Um, <laughs> Based on the course? Yeah. It's yeah. just like, train, but yeah. Kansas, I mean, people are flattened five, six, seven yeah. times. You know, it's just like super sharp flint rock, gravel, yeah. you know, stuff like that. So, like, I don't think I would ever travel to a race where the possibility of having it ended like five yeah. miles in. Or, or like luck is somewhere where, where, yeah. where there was a, and obviously the, the more fit you are, the more experienced you are, the more, the better luck you make. Yeah, yeah. But something like that where, like, I'm thinking about carrying multiple tubes. You know, and, yeah. and Rebecca, she's just like, we need to do an adventure thing. I'm like, I will never hang a bag off my bike. She's like, yeah, but we could go further. I will never hang a bag off. Like, I'm just like, you know, the whole bike pack, it just does kill it for me. Or even the frame bag and little yeah. thing under seat mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. I'm just, it's like aesthetically, I mean, aesthetically I have a problem with fucking mountain bikes. So, mm -hmm. like, I... I I don't know. I might be able to get there. Yeah, I actually own one. It like, this is tires have been flat for like two years. But this is ugly. Um, but I'll ride it. it. Yeah, but but as soon as I have to start hanging stuff on my back, I'm like, okay, well, I'm not. I could improve my fitness. Ah, and then go. I could go uh, further, further yeah, yeah, yeah. and then go further. Obviously, there's a limitation to that. No, but there's because all, I see it's what just you're like saying. okay, two bottles. I get the and maybe a little vest. Like Trevor, you know the, the, the ultra vest or whatever, but that's as much as I'm willing to do. And yeah. like, well, because I thought about like bags so, on the anyway. bike too, and it was yeah. like that seems silly for. Why not? I could just wear a vest. I mean, I rocked yeah. a fanny pack. Thank you, Michael, and that was awesome. Fanny pack. It looked awesome. nice. It looked yeah. good on you. you the only time they, I've they ever worn a fanny pack, and I've yet to give it back to Michael. They they, yeah, they, they make save my these life. shirts that have pockets in them. They don't make them for me. Yeah, I bet they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, which worked great for trash. Good point. Yeah, yeah. It's for all the trash. Joe work. was like, "I have a two X." I was like, "Not a chance. Sorry, <laughs> it's not going to fit." That's and then I saw the endurance. how it fit Trevor's arms, and I was like, "If it's that tight on Trevor's arms, I'm, just, I'm not." I'm wearing just it. thinking about the endurance Jesus crop top. I mean, that is going to be a good look on a bike. Well, if, if that's we, going to be a. Funny I feel like if we line. make that shirt, it needs to be a crop top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to get? You'd have to do a lot of yoga to get into the pockets then. <laughs> They're on the back, <laughs> but you could just put them on the front. There we go. Yeah, like yeah. snacks, like, like snack sna pockets, like, like snack pockets, right there. Front, and maybe one on each sleeve. Yeah, I like that idea. <laughs> but so, so like cans, I think it, there's a you know it's, there's a lot of other issues to sort of deal with. That I mean, I think I don't want to say we're let know, alone the distance. I don't want to yeah. say that RPI is easy. No, but I think it's an easier race to drop into, out of nowhere, uh, uh, kind of out of nowhere, or with less experience. Like it's a super sure. good. Well, we did it. Sort we're of fucking assholes. It, like we didn't train at all. Well, I yeah, mean, I mean, it's, and like Keegan and I. I mean, you had a rented bike, and I haven't been doing that like that this that, that much yeah. cycling or this kind of cycling for long. Yeah, and I didn't have a mechanical or a flat. Yeah, like a. You know, like I didn't have I something, of, I didn't I have a, a debilitating mechanical issue. Yeah. I mean, Emily's like her, the, the like her, the first descent, oh, screws loosened on her handlebars on the, on the stem. So she just like what? almost turned it into the DUI oh, bike. Shit. And then, Woof. and then sometimes she got the, those oh, kind the of DUI straightened bike. out. And then that is terrifying. Said at some point, she was like, I, I started feeling like I was riding a kid's bike because her seat started to drop. Oh, Jesus. And so, Whatever, and that's maybe oh, God, some that's some scary. of that carbon fiber grippy paste or whatever. Yeah. But um, she got that fixed at that first feed, and then didn't have a problem the rest of the day. But I did see a lot of a lot of flat tires. Yeah, huh. 
a lot of people by the side of the road pumping up tires and stuff. And I'm just like, I wonder what is it is. Some people said that it was a selection. They they picked lighter gravel tires or right. thinner gravel tires, and okay. as opposed to wider, especially in the field that was, you know, winning shit. I had to bend my derailleur. They back. said they said the biggest difference yeah. in that the top field was your tire choice, because almost everybody that didn't pick wider tires yeah. flatted. Okay. Oh, so, so. Skinny, yeah, somebody was telling us the tires. guy that won picked a fatter tire. Yeah. And he said it was harder to hang on to the group. But, but people were peeling off left and right to, to fix flats, and yeah. he just could keep going. Could, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think I had this conversation at camp with Yuri about tires and this stuff like that. And he goes, man, those tires seem really big. And I'm like, yeah, it's, they're 650Bs, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, they can be big. They, they, can, they can be big, and it's like riding on, a, on pillows, really. Mm-hmm. It's just as much suspension as you can get from a <laughs> tire. From an inflated tire. <laughs> from an inflated tire. <laughs> um, but a lot of people, yeah, 700 C's, narrower tires, maybe, you know, thinner. Like you're trying to reduce the weight and a little bit, and especially rolling weight, because obviously a, a 650B and, you know, 2.0 or 2.2 is like a heavier thing to make go around in circles. Yeah. But if you don't have to th- sort of think about flats. Flats, yeah. Well, anyway, I there, there are other events, and it's just going to get more and more and more. Yeah. Um, and I would, I would actually have to say that for myself, as much as I love Rebecca and that event, mm-hmm. there's too many people. I no, sure. don't know if I'm going next year. Fair enough. It's getting too big. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. Which is and the it's, and the camar- and the sort of you know camaraderie part of it is wonderful. The attitudes there are great. It's so good. Like, yeah, that felt really cool it's really cool but maybe like seeing there's seeing some own. less popular more remote ish type we should just make our own i was just going to say that down in moab yeah uh yeah maybe i mean i think there was the one that was canceled that was which just do an unofficial one pick a date next year down in moab Drop a pin. Just, just do like the jug handle loop. You like show up at this time. We're le- this is when the race starts. This is like Storm Area 51. It's self-supported. Yeah. How yeah. far is that? There's a... 36 miles. Yeah, it's not bad. Totally in your wheelhouse, Ke- yeah. Keegan. Is this the one where it's like 34 miles all uphill? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. There's and some downhill. There is. The downhill's fucking frightening, too. So terrifying. Yes. I'm into it. The, the selection of a gravel bike would be like, mm, yeah. you might want to think about that. I've come to find out that my thought process going downhill is, ah, fuck it. <laughs> Which I didn't expect. That's what I did that's, on the backside. That's literally what Sunday. it is. I think I said that. Yeah. I was like, well, fuck it. If I wash out, I wash out. Like I'm too tired and my hands hurt and I don't want to do this we anymore. We should do it this year. We should do it in fall when it cools <sighs> down in Moab. Fall's like now. I know. Yeah, <laughs> we should do it. It's still super fucking hot down there. Yeah, it is. Oh yeah, maybe maybe uh, January first. Let's do it. Super fucking. No, I say like here. November first. I'll be I'll be in Banff still. Oh yeah, December first. We'll be okay down there. Might snow. Might be cold. Um, they usually get like a flurry or two around Thanksgiving, but, but it's usually dry. It yeah, it's dry. I mean, I that might be cool because it's a winter year. ride too. It's like eh. temperatures are great. I mean, yeah, I'm there like every Thanksgiving. I mean, I, I'm totally game. 
Okay. The Schaefer Klein is so fucking brutal. Let's, it's awesome. Let's do it. I'll, it really is. It's a, what are the metrics like on that now? I don't know, but I also it's just like the the size of it. You're it's it like fucking looks over you, like because you have to switch back up. You cannot see the top. Oh, all right. And it feels like it never fucking stops. And it is really fucking steep in the in the switchbacks. As opposed to the first climb of Rebecca's, where it's like, so the end is. Yeah, you can like there. see it off in the yeah. distance. And this yeah. is two hours in, like two Ooh, hours of riding like, in, then the climb starts. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> I think that would be a fun on. event. I did, I did that loop on a road bike, man. How bad could it be? <laughs> Yeah, see, there you go. It's been done on a road bike. It's not that bad, guys. Yeah, uh. yeah you just have to be really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one that comes up from Mineral Bottom? No. Um, the endless switchbacks? It, it, it's, I think it's more climbing than coming up from Mineral. Um, what road is it? It's off the Shaver Trail, but it's, um, it's coming out it's of... It's like if you go out to Island in the Sky mm. and yeah. drop down those switchbacks... Okay. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Okay. So it's a it's either the start or the finish of White Rim, depending mm-hmm. on what you which direction you decide to go. <laughs> but if you do it that way, if you go down that, then you got to come up Mineral Bottom and then ride that fucking thirteen miles. Oh, the, the back long, to flat two three thirteen stretch yeah. all the way to the road road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But which basically, means? if you come up Schaefer, you come out onto pavement and then you just have to ride back to. Sort of where that that mineral bottom road cutoff would be where you'd normally start. Yeah, I think we should just come up with an arbitrary date for people to show up. There might be three people, but I'll do it. I think it'd be super fun. I'll bring a different bicycle. Why don't we just like we can just go do the Farmington Canyon Loop out here? I mean, well, because if it's cooler, I don't know. Because I don't I mean, want to be in it'll Salt be Lake. Cooler or, yeah. here too. <laughs> Because At leaving time year, allows yeah. something I don't know else to happen. Yeah. yeah. So there was, I think, a gravel race scheduled out by Eden earlier this year that got canceled, and um, and every time I've like flown south or whatever, there's these roads somewhere between like south into Utah Lake, let's say, and Delta that look really amazing right. from the air. Sure. You'd have to go figure them out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into that. I think there's a lot here to, a lot here to explore. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably go up again next year anyway because I'd like to, you know, st- stage st- race. I, I'm not going to. St- You'd like to dominate the competition, Mark? <laughs> I'd like to dominate myself. <laughs> um, this is going to it, a weird place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael was talking about self mutilation earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, it, it, it. Having those objectives and assigning them meaning, um, control helps influence a lot of behavior uh, in the months heading into them mm-hmm. so didn't work for me this year but yeah, <laughs> it didn't work for me either or, or me did it work for any of us yeah. no because I got away with it yeah I don't feel like I got away with anything that's true I feel shitty yeah still today I feel really tired still I'm f- but like yeah, between I'm my fine. ears I'm like ah, I wish I'd made, made some different choices yeah hey Regret. There's always next year. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap this one up. Yeah. We can just 
Yeah, I got to go pick up the uh, oh, the, the, pup. the fur pup from. Yeah. Uh, Did the, you get good news? I got good news. Good. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. thanks guys for doing the race, fuckers. Yeah. And thanks, Chris. Asshole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's like a there's a double handed there's a thank you and then. Well, a, I could have done without. I would have been just fine. I would have been like happy this week. And what about the Red Bull mini fridge thing that we've been oh, yeah, talking about fuck, for Chris? so long? Wait. There's supposed to be a mini fridge in the podcast studio. Yeah, yeah. Red, oh. yeah. I think yeah. I need to follow up with that. We might have to. Yeah, it might be a follow up thing. I'm gonna text yeah. him right now before I forget. You can tell him to keep the Red Bull though. Yeah, we'll, we <laughs> can fill it. We, we just, just want wanted fridge. to say Red Bull. On <laughs> well, <laughs> you can put Red Bull. It'll have beer. It, it would yeah. remain. I can. They can have Stoli in it. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. so you could put. If you put real Red Bull in it, I'm fine with that. Somebody okay. handed me a sugar-free Red Bull, and I was like, "What in the fuck? What's like, the What's the point of this?" Yeah, and I was like, "This already tastes like Dear. crap. Why are you gonna make yeah, it worse?" Like, hey, could I get a drink that tastes like Smarties and fluoride? <laughs> like, give that to me. We talked. You've about You've depleted this. everything in your body. Here's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't try drop these mics, but I wish they I could, could tell I was, was into perfect. nihilism. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> oh, you're empty of everything. Here's some more nothingness. Here's some more nothing. Here, assign this some meaning. <laughs> <laughs> this means you guys <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> exactly. If you got to the this feed station that it was only sugar-free left, guess you should have ridden faster. That We were going to make that <laughs> deal problem. that out of all of us that were going, the last one had to turn off and do the 100 miles. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. So if you were last oh. place out of us, you had to turn and do 100. Ouch. Which, which, if we count Paul's friend, would not have been me. If we don't count him, would have been me. Yeah. We can call... Would've yeah, been, well, he had a non-profit kit. It's true. Oh, he did. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So... He's a good-looking kid, actually. He's... Yeah. I like the little symbol around the thighs. I wish they were my thighs were bigger, not the symbols. <laughs> <laughs> but eh, whatever. Fair enough. Next year, maybe that will be the deal. Yeah. Last last place has to do something extra, which really makes it a race. Ooh. Which also means second place will have to do something as well, because then people get complacent. Steak knives. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> set a six or a set of four. <laughs> It's a family show. It's a fa yeah. Okay. So <laughs> six. six. <laughs> or we could have just said we're in Utah. Six. Uh, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Team. All right. Well, until yeah. next year. It was cool seeing all you guys out there. Yeah, it was fun. Had a good time. Excellent. I can't say that. Yeah. Yeah, you can. <laughs>